gentlemen boys and girls pull out your plates get your yak because it's gladys knight and, and patty labelle we record this on a sunday so you know i'm super excited to see these ladies get at it oh lord have mercy we are back for another episode of the government name podcast i know i do i know i do <laughs> Two have to make one whole, which is complete asshole. Lord have mercy. Ah, uh, let me fade this out. I'm fading this out. I can't let that go. She's gonna be singing too much. Welcome back to another Tuesday. It's the Government Name Podcast. We are your checks and balances, social, social commentary. Two halves to make one whole, which is a complete asshole. Except one half is not here this week. One half has some business to take care of. So you know, I had to find somebody to come in and help me out. I love going on a little bit of a search to find somebody. So this week, for all the ladies in the house, <laughs> I have a, a female voice this week. So yeah, <laughs> I got <Best> female voice. <laughs> I got my homie Red from Conversation Carter to come in. Sit down. Hey, what's up, Red? What's going on? <laughs> hey. It's gonna be less of it. Well. I was going to lie and say it'd be less of an asshole show this week, but you never know what I, mood I'm in. I never know. Hell no. Nah. Never know what mood y'all is in. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> Are you going to be zany today? Is that what's going on? I don't think anybody's ever described me as zany before. And they never will. <laughs> <laughs> and they never fucking no. will. No, I, they won't. I would I would put some applause on you, but uh, that wasn't in my in my. We have a government name sound pack, and they were, that wasn't in my sound pack, so I can't oh, put. Fuck, you're not gonna have applause for me. Cause I cause show you think you put that in the sound pack. Oh, no, <laughs> I need applause. <laughs> he ain't well, give me none. Oh, so there you go. Oh, you good? No, no, maybe make that ass clap. Maybe not so much. We love it. I love it, man. <laughs> I fucking love that shit. Hey, fuck that. Y'all, y'all, um, y'all don't um appreciate Waka Flocka enough. I mean, I don't even know why that song popped in my head. I guess because of applause. There's other songs with applause that I could have went with, but that was the one that popped in my head for some reason. So that obviously I got you know. Walk on the blank on the brain. That song was on the tail end of when you could do cool things at the club and not get me too. 
Like that was like at the tail end of that era. Like that was like when you could actually like do certain stuff in the club and and not be like, oh, I'm gonna get you in another six years. Wow. <laughs> I'm gonna get you in four more years, nigga. That's your ass. Like, Jesus don't run Christ. for nothing. Don't run for nothing. Don't try to like be anything in life. That's your ass. I'm still waiting. I'm waiting on mine. I'm still waiting on my me too. Why? <laughs> I'm waiting on what it. What in the fuck are you out here with this, doing that you're gonna get me hey, too? With this, this pie, with this podcast hit, nigga, I'm yeah. man, my lawyer's gonna I'm gonna have top notch lawyers. Here's the thing about the niggas who've gotten me too. We're not gonna sit up here and act like they ain't deserve this shit. Like it's not like it's been a whole bunch of like innocent ass men that were like not really doing anything. You got motherfucking predators out here. They should be me too. So if you out here doing predatory things, Cole. No, I mean, you know how, nigga, you look, let me tell you. <laughs> when I used to when I used to be out in the club when you used to dance and stuff like that. Sorry, kids. When you used to dance in the club, like we used to be nasty. I I was there. Yeah, we used to be like <laughs> super. Don't no more. I don't go to clubs no more. It's, I, everybody got they. Everybody got a section now, which is not as special as a lot of people really think it is. But everybody got their section. Then you got the VIP section, which is just like a step. <laughs> and then everybody, everybody's either sitting on their phone, waiting on bottle service to show up. Some people are dancing, but some a lot of people are way too too into showing that they're at the club on social media. Man, in my college days, please. To I the used to go to the wild, fucking bunny hop come up, nigga. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> I used to be up in that motherfucker acting a ass, trying to see yeah. who I could go home with, and and but see, we used to do okay. <laughs> Well, now I'm telling myself. Look, we used to do really filthy things. Like I would be dancing on a girl, and then I would call like my homeboy over there. We would sandwich her. Oh, you was one of them niggas. I would have cussed out. Oh, they was they was not cussing me out at the. the day. I would have been. Cussing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm what your homeboy got to do? Oh, nigga. You, you just couldn't do this by yourself? We used, you to, get we used to toss women up in the air. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, we used to pick them up and uh-huh. no. I would be holding the bottom and she would be holding the top. I'm getting oh, me too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting no, me too. You know what I mean? I mean, the, I, I was a twerker, okay? Head down, ass up. That was me. See? Uh-huh. But... Also, I liked when them other songs played, though. What song? Hit that bitch with a bottle. Uh, Don't trust no niggas. Yeah, see, you you like the fight songs. I love the fight songs. See, nah. I couldn't... couldn't, My whole thing was... Like, I didn't want... Look, I can't fuck if you fighting. (laughs) Like, I can't hit. (laughs) Like, I can't smash if you fighting tonight. Because I like the... the, I love the hood chicks. I used to love the hood chicks so much. Hood chicks fucking fight. What are you talking about? I used to love the hood chicks. I'd be like, please don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm the girl in the situation. Please don't get into no fight tonight. <laughs> <laughs> please don't fight nobody. I want to yeah, go home. I love when that shit come on, have an attitude, walk around, knowing I ain't hit nobody with a bottle ever in my life before. But I hit that bitch with a bottle. I'm in it. I was the nigga asking my, my girl, like, you ain't got no blade on you, do you? Cause I wanna, yeah, I wanna have like sex tonight. Real deal, ghetto ass women. I used to love that shit. Smoking Newports. I used to love, a woman. <laughs> if you smoke Newports at the club, I'm trying to talk to you. 
my god. <laughs> if you're drinking what I'm drinking at the club, I'm trying to talk to you. If you're drinking that brown with me, believe me, I am trying to talk to you. I was trying oh, to, I was trying to, I was trying to, because I knew one, I knew that they was gonna have sex with me. Two, I was the light skinned nigga. They thought that they weren't gonna talk to him until I started spitting game, and they was like, "Oh, game recognized," uh-huh. and they was just like, "Oh, this nigga no." I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Come on home. Come on. Come on back to my place and let's okay, do something. God. Let's do something nasty. You know what? Even though they played all of them fight songs, like people shoot up clubs and shit now. And I mean, there were a couple of clubs in Montgomery that, you know, like couldn't go to the Rose. Rose is the, you know. Oh, shit, they get, shoot up clubs back then. They were, but not like that. Like, Think of all of like the, the frat parties where they scroll, you know, scroll into like all of these like fight songs and niggas just partied like it was cool Look, i don't man. even think you could play those songs now let me tell you something i, I don't see. even think you could go into a club now and play fuck the mother niggas because i'm down for my yes you niggas. could they'd be like what is this they don't make niggas like they used to. I used to be in the club trying to get into fights and shit too all the time i had to prove that i was tough because you know being light-skinned with glasses don't they ain't the, that ain't the toughest shit in the world. So I used to like have to be drunk and mad. Oh Jesus! And then you know, I, I that's why I'm glad I don't drink no more. Cause I used to be mad drunk. I used to be in that bitch like, yo, this nigga crazy type type shit. You know, I'm an ID channel bitch, and I've been an ID channel bitch my whole life. So I didn't drink when I went out because I was just too afraid. Like I need to have all of my faculties about me. Niggas ain't shit. Like now, so like. <laughs> The times that I like got drunk and wasted, I was at home. Like going out, I'm not gonna say I didn't have a drink, but like I definitely was not finna get drunk because niggas ain't shit. And I was not finna wake up at night be like, the fuck you I get here. was forever about niggas ain't shit. When is when we when are we gonna be something in life? When when, when, a, when are niggas gonna be something in life? Okay, hold on. <laughs> shit. You know and you know that I believe all people ain't shit. <laughs> Yeah, Ain't but like, God damn, bro. Like, we got to be something one day. Nigga, we I had a whole it. black president. We can be shit. You can be shit. You can be. But the niggas in the club were not shit. And so... You act like, look, Obama used to smoke cigarettes, my nigga. Like, come on now. I'm sure what, look, everybody go through an ain't shit phase. You ain't gonna tell me that Obama wasn't ain't shit at some point. Yeah, like, Obama was, was one of the main... Obama was... Have you seen them old pictures? Uh-huh. Obama was back in the day fucking these hoes hard. So he was ancient. Everybody <laughs> go through an ancient phase. Okay. Obama was Everybody back go through that. When I was in college. Was these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to think about it now. But back in the day, Obama was like, hey, come on over here. Get on the dick. Come on. <laughs> Sit on down. <laughs> Sit on down on this dick. One day I'll be president. Oh my god! It took a good woman like Michelle to like be like, mm mm. Chicago woman that was like, nigga, I will fuck you up. Shit, this ain't that. <laughs> yeah, illegal. Michelle looked like she'll get down. She was like, look, doing a lot. I wonder what Obama had to say to get her. Like, hey, you're pretty hot. Have to come over here, sit on this presidential oh, dick, and I, she was just like, nigga, please. I got a law degree. <laughs> It'd be funny when they do stuff. <laughs> It'd be funny when women be like, be somebody. Be like, oh, yeah. 
When a no. woman turn you down because they somebody, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. You're like, come on over here, girl. Let me talk to you. Like, no, nah, nigga. Like, I got a whole fucking law firm over here. What the fuck is you talking about? Yeah. Fuck you. Difficult. I love that. Um, since we're talking about ain't shit niggas, I gotta ask you this. Mm-hmm. Do you think Bow Wow could whoop your ass? You ain't, have you been looking at the, the news with Bow Wow and this whole situation with this chick that he wouldn't let out the room? This audio and everything. This chick recorded this whole situation where she was trying to get out the room. And he wouldn't let her out. And he was just talking mad shit. Apparently, he hit her in the stomach while she was pregnant. I would fuck Bow Wow up. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, I don't even know how to respond to that. He it's wouldn't let Bow her out wow. the room. You, uh, I wish you could hear the audio. He wouldn't let her out the room or nothing. Let who out the room? This woman that, that, that was... Who let out the room? Let me tell you something. I would have need. Oh Jesus! See, the story would be different had that been me. The story would have been Bow Wow got his ass whooped by his girlfriend, <laughs> his pregnant girlfriend, stomped his ass out. That would have been the story. It's Bow Wow. Are you fucking kidding me? It's Bow-wow. fucking Bow Wow. Bow Wow's that dude. Huh? <laughs> Bow Wow's that dude, man. Bow ain't he don't, he don't fuck around. Bow Wow wasn't that dude when he was a child star. And Bow Wow ain't that dude now. Bow Wow wouldn't have even dated me because you know I'm slick at the mouth. So like, he talking mad shit, he would have been mad. Most of the chicks he date be slick at the mouth. What you talking about? I'm saying. He talking shit and not, he would have, <laughs> we wouldn't have lasted. Let me just say that. Because the very first time he tried to come out of pocket, bitch, you're Bow Wow. Are you serious? You can't you use- even. You're not even roof. First of all, not even rough. Rough riders, at least when they was doing the dog shit, it was like you bow, bow, wow, wow, wow. Like get the fuck out of here. Red, you can't use that line on everybody. What bow wow has made enough money to be like, bitch, who the fuck you talking to? You crazy? Talking about I'm bow wow. Yes, that's right. I'm bow wow. You here? I done flew you out. You gonna do something tonight? No. Somebody gonna do something up in here tonight. So what? Bow Wow gonna be like, somebody gonna do something up in here tonight. You finna get fucked up. That's what's gonna be. Stop. Okay. It's Bow Wow. It's not fucking. (laughs) Bow Wow would not. Bow Wow don't put no fear in my heart. You can't. Like, you nigga, like, we can box. (laughs) You go box Bow Wow. I'm a box Bow Wow. Okay, he got them hands too. Does he handle me? Oh, I still look like a fourteen-year-old boy. The fuck out of here! <laughs> he got them hands. I sit on Bow Wow and that be the end of that. You are really underestimating how tall this nigga is. Bow Wow, is not- <laughs> you really fucking say that, nigga? Get the fuck out of here. Bow Wow put hands on you. Okay. He that nigga at the club you don't want to fuck with. No, he's not. He that nigga at the club that you embarrassed because he started talking shit and thinking that you're going to let it slide and then you have to fucking put him in his place. He that dude. Mm-hmm. He that dude. You, oh, okay. You want to cause a scene? That's like, I'm not the bitch to cause a scene with. You're going to be upset. Wow. And your people going to be mad to wow. see you get clowned like you about to get clowned. Sit down, little boy. Go back over there. Let me say this real quick, too. I never really under... <clears throat> I really underestimated R&B singers. 
They mean? whooping ass. Do you know how many R&B singers throughout history have been whooping ass for years? Yeah. God damn. We talk about the rappers. The R&B singers is the ones that we need to f- f- watch. Yeah, the nigga from Jagged Edge made his fiance eat her. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> nigga, I can't even listen to can't get like let's get married. Every time I hear Jagged Edge song, I just see this nigga stuffing his ring down this woman's throat. <laughs> I just like, it's just too many R and B singers whooping yeah. at people's asses. I mean, look, they singing about love. They ain't, that don't mean that they living it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't way these niggas be talking about slanging drugs and don't be slanging nothing. Oh. They speak on love and be whooping bitches' asses. Well, all I know is it's too many R and B. I'm scared of that. You can't rap ain't the ain't the way. It's R and B. Like if you singing R and B, that's the shit. You the motherfucker to fuck with. You the <laughs> tough nigga. <laughs> Chase songs and shit. Who's hot in R and B? Like I don't. Music is so different. <laughs> I feel so old, but like, who who are people listening to? People still listen to Chris Brown. Chris Brown is okay. still like the man right now. And then it's like um, the the Osiris kid. Um, I can't think of his fucking name. He's dope. It's some it's some good. Uh, Davion Division. Um, they're really good R and B guys. What well, not Davion? Is it? Gay, are they Davion? like mainstream R and B? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, um, I'll listen to what I like. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, Gavion is is uh homie's name. He he's dope. Um I mean really the women are like killing. Party next door, he's still hot. Uh, oh, I don't know. really? Yeah, Party Next Door is, he dropped a project this year, if I'm not mistaken. I literally only know come and see me from him. <laughs> right. Um Black, I think Black is one of them rappers. I love Black. I do love Black. He like, like the rapper. Um It's a, it's Ro James. I'll do like Roger. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, it's I'm some R&B. It's R&B niggas out here, man. You just, it's, I think. Is Sir, is Sir counted as R&B? Yeah. I, well, I think so. I don't know. I Maybe love I Sir. So. Listen, that album was on repeat for so fucking long. Like, that's all I listened to on the way to work. Mm-hmm. Around the house. Like, I was infatuated. And John Redcorn was like, I don't know why I love that song so much. It's good. Um, well, and it, I get you know I watched King of the Hill, so like oh, the video oh, and that whole concept is just giant red corn, right? Right. Amazing, like just to <clears throat> to take that fucking character and do a whole goddamn song off of it is amazing. Because he's not even one of the main characters on um, King of the Hill. Yeah, but his shit was so he was the it nigga was. getting cheated on the whole. So. He wasn't getting cheated on. He was cheating. Che- oh yeah, he was cheating. Yeah. <laughs> Have a whole baby with somebody else's wife. <laughs> John Redcord, that's the new Jody. John Redcord was out here, and then he had another kid that they found out about later on in the season. It was like John Redcord was out here slinging that dick. He gonna get me too, too. No, he was dating old. He was dating old women. John Redcord. <laughs> what the older women ain't gonna me too? They just be like, that's his life, honey. No, like, <laughs> that's just life. My ex husband used to be the same way. <laughs> he wasn't beating bitches' asses. Like, no. he just, he didn't ha- John Redcorn didn't have to meet you, nobody. They just love that whole Indian. <laughs> you know how white women can be with the exotic or white people in general. So, them women was eating it up. I'm sure they were. 
<laughs> it was just amazing. Like, and the song, it, I never looked at John like from it from John Redcorn's point of view. Mm-hmm. That like he, you know, she was just coming over there and leaving all the time, and he was by himself. Never really looked at it that way. I always just thought it was fucked up what they did to Dale, but. You know. Dale didn't care. He was he attracted. Was he felt like he was attracted to the fat dude with the wife beater on. <laughs> <laughs> that was his secret crush. Oh God, Love King it. of the Hill was great. If y'all don't watch King of the Hill, like it's fucking funny. Mm. It's hilarious. Lord have mercy, Jesus. My kind of humor. So I see that. What else happened in media this week? I went to I went to an event this week. Okay. Yes, my nigga. Let me show you how boring my life is now. I went to well, I ain't gonna say boring. Let me just put this out here. Um, it Everybody's was a, life is boring right now because of this goddamn pandemic. It was ahead. it was an event called the Gambit, um, held by two two cool ass motherfuckers, uh, GI Magus and Third Core Entertainment, Third Core Network. Um, they held a chess event. It was chess and hip hop, and I got my ass chess as in the board game chess. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait. What are you saying? What for? It's chess. Like, how do you have an event surrounding chess? There's some chess players out here that's black. I know. And and they fuck with hip hop. I'm just saying it's not that interesting. I don't know how to play chess, so maybe it's yeah. Like I had um. Well, one, <laughs> I feel sorry for you, <laughs> and two, nobody ever taught me. I got. Uh, I'm a t- game you, did you just learn chess on your own? Did somebody? Oh, uh-uh, my uncle taught me how to play. See, it's a game that has to be taught because all the pieces and shit. And I ain't had nobody teach me. I actually got a chess board with that shows you. I'll teach you. Uh, it actually has moves on the back of the pieces, so it'll teach you as you as you playing. So my, ex, I did. I bought that. My ex girlfriend didn't know how to play chess. That was like five years ago, but. Um, she didn't know how to play chess, and I was gonna teach her. And I was like, "I want you to learn. It's a great game." Uh, and that never happened. <laughs> so, but I still got the board. But I yeah, can kill at checkers because it's simple, it's black and red. Mm, that's yeah. terrible. Chess got too many. Like, never, never oh, brag on being good at checkers ever again in your life. Huh? Don't ever brag what? on being. Good. Don't nobody play checkers, nigga. People play chess. See? You were doing an event about chess. You said checkers. You said I'm, I'm bomb at checkers. Like, don't brag about. Never brag about that. Whatever. <laughs> never I'm brag about. Like, hey, nigga. Thank you, nigga. I'm, I'm good at war. <laughs> I play. I declare war, nigga. Nigga, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But I got my. I had like one good game out of all them games I played. I played against GI Magus, who was a local. Well, I hate to say local rapper. It was an independent rapper here out of Birmingham, Alabama. There you go. I, my media training is kicking in. Um, played against him, and he he got me. The first game he had, he handled he handled me pretty well, pause. But uh, the second game, I was like, "Yo, we we coming. I'm coming for you, dog." And still got beat, but um, <laughs> I uh, they they're gonna try to do this like every first of the month, so. At least I had somewhere to go. I got out. It was some women there, so you know. You have your mask on. Of course. Okay. That's what that's what they was promoting: social distancing and masks. <laughs> they was like, "Look, yo." But here's my problem with this too: the people on the outside was like, "Fuck it." <laughs> the people who, because it's a, it was an outside area, we was on the inside Uh-oh. doing the chest stuff. But the outside it's area, the right. outside area yeah. folks was like, Mm-mm, "That's all right." <laughs> we gonna sit no, out here and do it. Like, listen, 
Look, I'm one of them people that I hold my mask in my hand until I get to the door of the store and then I put that hole on. It's hot. Like, I don't know about people that live up well, it's hot everywhere right now, but like, this shit is hot. Like, your face be sweating and shit. So, like, I put it on when I'm indoors. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm outside, I'm not gonna put that shit on. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's hot. But yeah, they ass was outside just like, yeah, nah, that's okay. <laughs> we gonna keep them off and we gonna have fun and do what the fuck we want to do. So, but yeah, it was it was a pretty cool event. I was like, this is the first time I went out in a while, and um, I had forgot it was on it was on Labor Day too. I sat up here and th- and told dude, which I had been working, he had hit me and was like, "Yo, you coming to the event?" And I was like, "Nigga, I gotta work. I work overtime." And um. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't realize. That's how crazy 2020 is. I didn't even know it was Labor Day. Didn't even know. I was getting ready. To, I was going to go to work and everything. I was like, nigga, it's Labor Day. Shit. Fucking year, man. So, but yeah, it was it was dope, man. So if anybody listens to this podcast that lives in Birmingham, um, I'll share it on my Facebook. And, and y'all come out and play chess and listen to some fire-ass fucking uh, hip-hop. Because Third Core was actually doing the DJing. And I thought it was... It was a good. It was cool. It was a cool situation. So, I had fun with that. Um, what else? <sighs> so I found out this week that I will be working from home until twenty twenty one. And I don't. Everybody. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, right? Look, listen. Let me tell you something about the other side of the coin. <laughs> okay, I wish I could fucking work from home. I I work at a psychiatric hospital and so i still have to go into work actually i'm on call this fucking weekend um so i hear people like that's working from home and i'm like you lucky niggas y'all don't even know you don't even understand what it's like being out here still dealing with the fucking public mask and shit and having to fuss at people for not putting a goddamn mask on and shit like I would. I wish I could work from home. Mm-hmm. I really do, and I probably would feel differently if I had been working from home for as long as you have, and be ready to get out of the house. But mm-hmm. I haven't worked from home this entire time just because of what I do. So like, shit ain't really been different for me. Like I've still been having to go to work, other than like you know not being as social outside of work. But like work has been the same because I I have to go to the hospital. Mm-mm. I, I, they told me that shit. I was like, man, fuck this. <laughs> I just I don't I don't I guess I guess my ex my extrovert extrovert side ain't getting enough of what I need. You know what I'm saying? Like well, I ain't getting out with chemo though every day. Nigga, no. <laughs> <laughs> I like, come on now. I'm just not getting. I'm not because I still go to the gym, but the gym still kind of. Like you still can't really talk to nobody either, cause everybody gotta have their mask on in there. Even though, d- them niggas. Let me. Why work? Ah, see. What? Working out with a mask on sounds suffocating. If you me. get the right kind of mask, see, I got the cover up. I got the cover up deal. That shit works way better than having like a mask on. It just uh, works better for me, cause it's like the it's the material that they got the cover ups and shit. Yeah, it's, it works. I, like I was like. Thank God I got that because it works better than the mask that people yeah, people be looking terrible. Um, so I, I hate to talk about this, but I got to I, look. I know that it is a gym, but niggas, 
please bring a towel. <laughs> it be niggas. So they open up the locker rooms again, and niggas just be free. Just be. Oh, wow. I walked in to um, go use the bathroom, <laughs> and this nigga was like, "What's up?" And I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, damn, nigga, <laughs> too much. It's too fucking much, dog. Chill wow. the fuck out, my nigga. Like, please bring a towel. Niggas just be free in that bitch. Just free. Just like fuck it. Like wander into the men's locker room. No, you don't do that. No? You don't do that. (laughs) You don't do that, man. That's all I'm going to say, man. You don't do that. I hate walking into it. (laughs) 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 Like, I, I just hate it. It's like, yo, my nigga, and it ain't the fact. I know niggas got to take showers and they got to do what the fuck they got to do. I mean, you know, it's it's like gym, it's like school all over again. But when you grown, nigga, get a fucking towel. Have a towel. Chill the fuck out and get a fucking towel ASAP. Get a beach towel at that. <laughs> God damn, man. I walked in that bitch and this dude was just standing there. And I'm like, nigga, <laughs> do you are you requiring money to get to the bathroom? Because it's the way the, the 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 shit is set up. It's like you gotta go through the shower area to be able to get to the bathroom. All this bullshit. This nigga just standing around, <laughs> <laughs> like like a fucking hall monitor. Just wow. <laughs> like my nigga, please. It was horrible, man. Speaking of working out. I bought a bike this week. I, I seen your bike, Let me Debo. tell y'all about Cole Jackson. I've been talking real bad about you. It's so, right. I bought a bike because I decided that I wanted to start doing some exercise. But I know me and I know what I will and won't stick with. Like, I'm not, he talking about going to the gym. I'm not going to do that shit, right? I probably do that for a good week or two. And then one morning I'll be like, I don't feel like going. And then I'll never go again. So, I bought a bike. I called this nigga, who's supposed to be my friend, and I say, Cole Jackson, I bought a bike. This nigga immediately guffaws, like, bitch, you ain't bought no bike. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ain't bought a bike. You're a couch potato. You don't buy bikes. You don't, you don't exercise. <laughs> so <then laughs> Where's the lie? Him. I actually bought the bike. I'm going to ride the bike. This is the plan. He asked me to send him a picture of my bike. I send this Negro a picture of my bike. And I, t- and I just, immediately tuck my chain in. It's not. <laughs> Debo. It's not a Debo bike. Listen, let me explain something for you all, for people who, who may not own a bike. Like, I didn't realize how expensive bikes are. I haven't had a bike since I was a kid. And I'm pretty sure the bikes that I had as a kid were like hand-me-downs. I don't think my parents ever bought me like a brand new bike. Like it was on pre-owned shit all the time. Okay. Never had a brand new bike. So I had no concept of, of cost when it comes to bike. So when I went and I was like, okay, ride a bike. I moved into a house, got a nice neighborhood that I can ride around. Let me go look at bikes. Bikes is expensive as fuck. Bikes is like two hundred dollars. I was not prepared for that. So I went to Academy Sports and I bought the cheapest adult bike that they had, which happened to be like a beach cruiser type of bike. Debo. It is it's not a Debo bike. It's What's not. up, Craig? <laughs> What's up? What's up, Red? Instead of him being encouraging and being like, okay, get your workout on, go ahead. 
you just been talking shit the whole. It week. would be different if the bike looked like something that you wouldn't take a nigga's money with, but <laughs> but that's what you doing. You ride through the neighborhood. What's up, Jack? What you got on my forty, homie? They still sell those? <laughs> it's not a Devo bike. It is a Devo bike. That I bought a mountain bike. Okay. I would have bought a mountain bike if they weren't so expensive. They were expensive. And I was like, I'm not. I'm, I'm starting out with this shit. Like, I just need to get a bike that I can just ride around. And so I bought this one. Okay. And <laughs> he talks such mad shit about my bike. Just known to be jacking fools. I ain't nobody jacking nobody. First of all, like you gonna be like, riding that bike with some slides on. I do not. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> Look, I live in a neighborhood. Like I did not re- like when I started riding around the neighborhood. I did not realize it's like fucking four or five sheriffs that live in this other neighborhood. Like sheriff cars parked everywhere. Mm-mm. I assure you, I won't be jacking nobody over there. God here. damn, you got twelve all over the like all that. over the goddamn. Fuck I knew that. that was one down the street. But like nigga, they all over this neighborhood. We like, can't have all, no I kind of. All, I don't know if they got a discount on these houses or what the fuck happened. You can't like, do no Black Lives Matter stuff over your side. Of <laughs> look, listen. I also didn't realize how many Trump flags. So like, it's a lot of like with Trump twenty twenty flags. I'm like, Oof, mm. I don't even know if I need to be riding past these goddamn houses. Like, I don't think you got a choice. <laughs> I don't yeah. think you got a fucking choice. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Because they're the way like it, it ain't no way around it. But I didn't again I, because I you know I take the same route when I'm driving, so I didn't realize how many houses had Trump Pence 2020 fucking flags flying proudly. Like you dumb motherfuckers, whatever. How they dumb? They white. I white is right. <laughs> I feel like this is above being white and Republican. Like, this is just about common decency, even for other white people. Like, poor white people don't even realize how fucking stupid they are for being Trump supporters. They don't give a fuck about you with your broke ass. They don't care about you. No, I'm sorry. So, um, but yeah, so I've started, you know, cycling with my bike. How are you liking that so far, Red? Oh, it's cool. I, so... You know, riding in a car on a road, you really don't think about hills and shit because it's a car. This is a hilly ass neighborhood. Mm. So like my calf muscles finna be amazing. <laughs> because I have to pull like a bunch of hills. Now it's fun as shit coasting down on bitches once I get to the top. But like mm. getting up there, it's rough. Um see why I start laughing. Huh? See why I start laughing. Why? <laughs> it's difficult. <laughs> It's still fun though. Like, like I said, I think the fact that I can coast down once I get up there is gonna keep me from like being completely like fuck this shit. Uh. Like there are fun parts to it, you know. So I did a lot of walking the bike because like these hills are steep. So I, I try to get I try to get momentum when I know a hill is coming, but like I make it half of that bitch and it's like girl, just just walk just it on. Let it, just let it go. Just let it, just walk it on up. You ain't even moving. I just be like at a standstill with my feet trying to pedal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure as I do it more, like I'll build up endurance and be able to get up. That's my goal is to be able to get up the hill without having to like walk it the rest of the way. Right. 
Um, I feel that. cool. I like it. it the, the weather is a lot nicer now for this, and it's going to just get cooler. Uh-huh. And um, because of the way my work schedule is, I can ride when people are already at work because I don't go to work till one. So, right. like, I can get up in the morning after everybody's gone to work. Not going to be a lot of traffic on the roads and ride. So, you ain't got to worry about them sheriffs pulling you over. Asking no, you, who, hey, nigga, gal, what are you doing <laughs> over here on this side of town with your bike? <laughs> Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. Nigga Gale. God damn. I don't even know. Nigga Gale. Hey, nigga Gale. And then also this week. So, I'm not a mean person. Wait, mean or meme? Mean. M-E-A-N? M-E-A-N, yes. Okay. I'm not a mean person. Mm -hmm. But, I am a very... I'm not gonna say stern. Anyway, so I was. What's the to, difference? Uh, it's stern is not stern and mean is the same thing to me. Well, it's not the same thing. What the fuck and is I, okay? What's the difference? Mean being stern, I feel like is more like being assertive. Like you know, um, whatever I, whatever I said, I fucking meant it, right? I'm not trying to be doing it in a mean way. I'm just like this is what it is. You can't be stern without being mean. You can. I haven't I haven't figured out how to do it yet, <laughs> but you can. <laughs> you can't so, you can't be stern without being a mean ass motherfucker. Find that balance. But I was talking to this dude and um mean ass. I couldn't adjust so many things. He wanted to like move in my house. Mm. And that keep in mind that this was, was he like, African? He was, <laughs> he was a truck driver, so like he ain't got a home. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> but like two months in, he was talking about moving in. He was wanting to meet my parents. And he knew I'm, what he wanted. Huh? He knew what he wanted. Did he? Yeah. Most women would dream about that. They would because they're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, he already talking about moving in to meet my mama. Exactly. You don't. He don't even Oof. know. He don't. Mm, that's, girl, that's he love me. No. He love me. Listen, let me tell you something. The, I need, the to, way I that need to try that. Maybe saying dumb is harsh. They're just a lot more maybe emotional than I am. Like, I approach situations very logically. So, like, two months is not long enough for me to know you and know whether or not I want to fucking live with you or meet my parents. And it damn sure ain't enough time for him to really know me. Because if he really knew me, he wouldn't even ask me that fucking but shit. Because he would. Here's the thing, sister. If you bring the brother in, he gets to know you while you're together. No. See what the white man wants to do is keep you apart, so you guys don't know each other. That way, that you keep the you keep the black population down because you don't procreate. You don't procreate, sister. Therefore, if you let him get in, then he gonna get in with the skin, and that way you can have some more kin. Farrakhan, sit your ass down. Listen. <laughs> and the thing is, is not you trying to move in with me. You're not saying, "Hey, come move in to my place." I want to move in with you. What's wrong but with that? anyway, he was mo- it was too much. He was doing too much. I can't deal with that. I like my space. Like I'm a person that I I'm not the girl that's gonna be rushing shit with you. Like I'm just not. That's not how I operate. So anyway, we stopped talking, and I figured, okay, so it's over. It's it's a done deal. And then this week, I get a message asking me for another chance, and I was like, God damn it! What's wrong with that? I why? Cause he like you. I asked him why, actually, when he said this to me. I was like, why? 
And his answer was, why is your, your smile is so terrible? If they could just see, like, why? I can't wait to tell your black ass to kiss, kick rocks, little nigga. Why? I can't wait to hear this one. Bitch. That basically is like what I, where I was. Yeah, you but ready to call him a bitch. He, I didn't call him a bitch. He sat back and said, well, because I obviously had a lot going on at the time and I really just want another chance. And my response to that was, so you got less going on now? Like, yeah. your situation is different. It's not, though. <laughs> um, and so he was like, yeah. And I just never said anything. So then a day later, he sends me a message. And he's like, so I guess that's a no, nigga, yes. It's that no. nigga trying, bro. He, he That motherfucker he, is in the three-point competition. He just like, I'm going to win this. I'm going to win it. I'm going to just, all I got to do is keep shooting. <laughs> if I keep shooting, winning, I'm going to win the game one of these days. Look, the way that I, my mind and my emotions work is when I like you, I like you. But like once I don't like you, that shit is done. Like no backseats. Like I physically, like even if I wanted to, I physically just I can't get back in that place. Like, and I'm sure it's a defense mechanism from just past relationships that I shut down like that. And like for the safety of my feelings, now I don't give a fuck about you. So whatever you do, it don't matter to me. Kind of shit. Right. But like I can't get out of that mode. So like him sending me those messages, I'm sure a lot of women have been like, "Oh, he's still thinking about me." He's. I was just like, "Why? Why is he doing this?" Like, it's so it's over. He need. He probably need a place to stay. He probably does need. A place nah, to I ain't stay. gonna put that on there, brother. Let me let me lawyer up for him real quick. Look. Go ahead. Sometimes, Try. as men, we realize that we fuck up. Mm-hmm. We fuck the shit up pretty bad. Sometimes we just our communication is not on the level that it needs to be. So it's like maybe if I text her back, maybe if I show her, hey, I got time now. I don't have so many things on my my plate is smaller. So I'm appetizers right now. I ain't a full meal. I'm appetizers, and you're gonna be the full meal, baby. Let's pause there. Look at that game. Since you're finna be his lawyer, counselor, (laughs) let's. Just one, let me interject real quick. Right. So he does not have less on his plate because one, he's still a truck driver, which means that he travels and doesn't have a home. Okay. He still has two kids by two different women that live in two different states. And so he has to try to see both of those children and pay for both of those children. He was in the club. What the <laughs> fuck? What was less? What What you mean? <laughs> you have less going on. He has the exact same shit going on. But maybe he doesn't have to focus on it as much. Maybe he's like, you know what? I ain't really got to focus on that no more. You know, fuck them kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, fuck them damn kids. I need to get with her. <laughs> them kids can grow up. They can wait. <laughs> I can, I can, I got 18 years with them. I, no, I got for, I got forever to make up for them kids. I got to get with her. Not a good way to be either. <laughs> like, he just, he just got too much. And I guess because, you know, I don't have any kids. I don't have any he, well, are you trying to say he got too much baggage? He does. Ooh, that's fucked up. He does have too much baggage. He works and he takes care of his kids. How's that baggage? Because I work. No kids. Like, I'm coming. Here's the thing about baggage. Like, when I say baggage, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just what comes with him, right? I don't have no goddamn baggage. Like, I, well, the only, he didn't, and he doesn't like dogs. He doesn't like my dogs, which is a big no-no. Okay. Because I don't have children. Those are my fucking kids. Those are my fur kids. So, you. like, you need to at least be able to tolerate dogs. Like, he was scared of Remy. 
And like y'all don't know Remy. Remy's the most friendly goddamn dog. And Remy would let you choke him out. He's so friendly. <laughs> I don't, would he not? Yeah, but I wouldn't you that wasn't the best example of the, how saying, friendly like, that dog he, is. He's so fr- like you could literally be like choking him and he think it was a game and be like, okay, this is fun. Wow. <laughs> he's so fun. Like he's the most friendly dog I've ever seen in my life. So like him being, and he is a now let me not act like Remy's like a 10-pound dog. Okay. Remy's like 60 pounds. He is. But when I tell you that this goofy dog is the most friendly little goof ever, mm-hmm. there's no reason for a grown ass six foot three, you know, 250, 275 pound man to be as scared of Remy. <laughs> it was like, really, dude? Y'all, right. don't, y'all underestimate trauma, dog trauma from being a child, especially when somebody in the neighborhood got a mean ass dog. I and mean, you got to run from that motherfucker like on a regular basis. Yeah, I got to realize that shit. I do. And I listen, I tried to slowly introduce him because like whenever he would come over to the house, I would have Remy locked up because he was so afraid. And I was like, at some point, you know, I tried to like say, let's go to the park. And so he'll be on a leash and we can just be walking and you can kind of like get a fit. Like he didn't want to do that. He was just fucking scared of the dog. Like I tried. Okay. I know people, you know, whenever y'all come over, I put the dogs up because I know everybody isn't dog people. Remy's super friendly. Um, and so I can't ever tell if he's going to be like, he's definitely going to jump on you because you his fucking buddy. But right. everybody else, you know, Why I don't do dog, know. Dogs like me, but women don't. What, what is that? Maybe the dog sends a kindred spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I need some women to send a kindred spirit with me. Shit. <laughs> I can't get a woman to jump on me like that at all. <laughs> Him having kids isn't just, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not just that. It's the way that he has kids. <laughs> so, like, his first kid was with his wife. That's fine, whatever. And so she's older. She's like, I think she's like five, maybe. And then the other kid is by this woman that he shot the club up with, apparently, when they first were got together. And had another baby by her, and the baby's like two. Damn, he was fucking. The woman who had the second baby, she didn't want to be with him. (laughs) Damn. He wanted to be with her. He made that very clear. Like, she was the one that was like, nah. nah." (laughs) I see right through you. (laughs) And so. I don't think I didn't think about that when I was like, nah. I was like, damn, I'm just somebody else doing that to him. But like, nah, it's just nah. Oh, I don't mind people coming with like baggage, but it, it needs to be manageable. The second kid lived in New Orleans. So like in order for him to go see her, he is traveling to New Orleans, which is, I mean, go see your kid. But like, it's just a lot when you already traveling. He has to pay child support. It's just too much. Like, hmm. and I met another guy who had, two kids one was like 20 and i was like damn like i know people my age got kids but fuck he was starting he was starting he was fucking early 15 is when that baby he's 35 so 15 is when he had this damn and damn then, what kind of babysitter did he have you know who had the kid the babysitter had the kid <laughs> well and then he has a seven month old and i'm like where the fuck is the mama to this like y'all was just fucking <laughs> like what happened like that's too fresh for me. <laughs> you you're that's still too fresh. Like it's too much. That mm. just sounds like it would be a lot. So like what? I don't mind. Talking baggage. about the seven month old. 
Yeah. Or just the difference in, in how the gap between the, the uh, kids. I don't know about the gap. The fact that the baby's only seven months. Some shit don't work out. It seven months though. Man, look, let me tell you something right now. She probably <laughs> wow. They both of them probably yeah. ain't shit. Huh? Both of them probably ain't shit to each other. It's just one of them situations where neither one of them motherfuckers went shit. They knew what the fuck it was. He fucked around. Was she? You be underestimating a, a woman saying you can just fuck with no condom. It's fine. Niggas be like, okay, that's what I'm gonna I do, and just. But they they also think, <laughs> and I seen this on Twitter, and it was hilarious. Somebody was like, <laughs> "Me saying I'm on birth control does not mean nutting me." <laughs> Which is right. Like, it don't mean you get nut in her. But so are there a lot of women that are like, just, you know, no condom, go on. Let's let's do this. I've like, had women, I've had women literally be like, women I have had consistent relations, like not really my girlfriend, but just having like a, a a sexual relationship with just be like, let's just like not use condoms anymore. And me, I'm just kind of like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> my sex education class was so vivid i just like nah but women I, i've had women try to i've had a woman shame me into not having to have try to have sex uh with no con i had a woman was like oh you just scared you a you you a scared little boy i was like wow. really you go you go pull that card and think i'm gonna wow. fuck you with no kind women will do that shit that just lets me know the caliber of women that you've been fucking but wow <laughs> <laughs> i told you but I'm, yeah, yeah, like, yeah I, I've I, had I I've had women who have literally been like, "Oh, you just scary. Like, why are you scared?" And I'm like, "My pullout game is weak as fuck, my nigga. Like, I'm telling you now. I've been fucking <laughs> with condoms for so long. My pullout game is is kind of whack. I don't. I just it's whack. <laughs> I, so it just may just be family trauma, <laughs> but like, I my thing has always been. Can I see this person being a father to my kid? Like, if we just like casually doing some shit, like when you fuck that shit up and get pregnant, I gotta be connected to you for the next eighteen years. Like, you might be a shitty ass person. You might be very good sexually and a horrible person. I don't want to be tied to you. So, like, my thing is, I look at do I want this person to be a dad to my kids, and the answer that has always been no. We don't have that conversation enough. Having a sexual relationship with shitty people, man, that would be the best relationship. That would be the best. That's be the best sex. It does, but <laughs> like I hate you, but I love fucking you. But that's why you should be even more careful not to be make do a, put yourself in a situation where you have to be attached to that fucked up ass person for more than whatever the time would have been that you would have been fucking with them anyway, like. So, like, I always, can I see him as a dad to my kid? No. So, I'm not going, because I, you you don't have, like, once it's done, it's done. You can't take that shit back. Right? Once that egg is fertilized, I can't be like, no, 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 no. He's a whole group. You can't do this shit. Like, it's over with. It's done. It's a baby in there now. What the fuck? Red don't listen to our show, but if you would have listened, if you listened to our show, I think it was, like, last week or the week before I had this conversation about me having the abortion conversation with a, a, a woman. That I didn't like and didn't want her to be my my baby's mom, and it was hilarious because I was just like, when she had told me, she was like, uh, "I think I'm pregnant." And I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like, really? 
<laughs> fucking shit because the condom broke and i'm like i'm straight and uh yeah i've had that that situation is terrible we it, but she didn't want to have kids either she was just like i don't want to have no kids and i was like yes so she was like we can go forward with the abortion and i was like oh well i mean she brought it up to me i didn't say hey yeah i mean even though in my mind i was like man please man i just need <laughs> i just need you to be okay with trying to like not doing this <laughs> but if we gotta go forward with it it's fine but she was not the woman that i wanted to be the mother of my kids see so for me i i'm a hundred percent pro-choice i feel like people have a right to do whatever they gonna they gonna do and it isn't my right to judge them for that okay right but even with that being said like for me personally I have never, I don't think even, I'm trying to think of like the worst possible person that I've ever had sex with. If I got pregnant by them, I just can't imagine me aborting a kid just because like, I feel like, well, I just because I was fucking irresponsible don't mean the kid should, you know, come to be. Like mm. the situations where I understand abortion is like when people get raped and don't want to, right. you know, I don't have my race. They uncle or some shit like that. Yeah, like incest, you know, but like, cause you, people who like being just <laughs> irresponsible at every, every few months you having an abortion, it's like, girl, like, all right, do you, but like, that's a little much. Um, Gotta stack up on the plan B's. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. So that's the way I've always thought, like, can I see this person as a dad to my kid? Most of the time that has been a no. So it's like, we ain't finna fucking even, like, this dude, if I had got pregnant by this dude, this nigga would have <laughs> been nigga would have, he would have drove out your life on that truck. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga would have been like, on the road again. <laughs> just can't wait to get on the road again. <laughs> I don't know. Nasty nigga. <laughs> <laughs> It just wasn't going to work. Oh, you know what? I'm going to just be honest with you. Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> Let me just tell you that right now. Niggas ain't, ain't shit. shit. I'm sorry. It's some ain't shit ass women. Like I said, I am somebody that believe people in general ain't shit. They just aren't. Like, But anyway. But at least he tried to get back with you. But you trying to see what his ulterior motives are. It ain't even. Yeah, I do feel like he needs somewhere to stay. See, let me say this. Them type niggas always get some type of woman. Like, I don't never play that card. And maybe I should. Maybe I should be like, hey, I just want to live with you. I ain't got no money. I'm just going to, hey. <laughs> the, the niggas with no car, no job, and no place to live usually get the most pussy. Yeah, but unless you meet a bitch like me. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's, for every one of you, there's at least four <laughs> other women that's just like, come on. <laughs> I'll take uh, you. <laughs> come on in. Come on in. Let me. <laughs> they gonna mother bird him and put him in the nest. And I mean, look, my, I I created a home for myself. Okay, so I got, I've got my house where I feel like it's nice and homey. Okay, pleasant being here. But that don't mean that you can move in. <laughs> enjoy the ambiance while you're here, but like you're not moving. This nigga in. said, "Enjoy the ambiance." Why are you here? But like you're not gonna move in. So like. I dealt with that this week, which was unexpected because, like, when he sent the text, I was like, the fuck is he doing? <laughs> See, that's like, the thing. Again, I wasn't like, oh, he's... I was like... <sighs> he just wanted to get back with you. He enjoyed... See, when you use words like ambiance, niggas want to come over to your house all the time. <laughs> See, I can't even get a woman who had their own place sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get women who have to come over here. 
<laughs> because they mama at the house smoking cigarettes. They mama, they mama at home smoking cigarettes and drinking fucking wine. <laughs> I'm not even just saying that because like I moved into a house in January. Even when I had my apartment though, like I like for my shit to feel like home. It's my home. I wanted to feel homey. So like mm-hmm. even when I lived in the apartment, I had my shit decked. You know, it felt like a home. So like I don't niggas, remember the last like, time I had sex at a woman's place. What kind of fucking women? I just let me tell you something. I go so long without talking to women, and then it'd be like one to be interested in me, and be like, "Okay, fuck it," (laughs) like yeah. (laughs) And I'd be, I was like, "Just give me something, (laughs) give me anything." (laughs) I expect you to have a bare minimum. Okay, I'm 35. I'm gonna be 36 here in a few months, and. I expect you to have a bare minimum, my nigga. At this age, I need you to have your own place. I need you to have a car. I need you to have a job and be able to take care of your fucking self. Like, I just need you to have those things. Like, don't be living with your mama, like, in her basement. I'm yeah. not coming over there to sneak in the basement. Like, I'm grown. What the fuck are we doing? Like, my mom go to sleep at nine. So, like, you come over at 930, but you got to be quiet. Cause like she don't be liking to have that nigga say you got to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. You better tell your mama come on down here and join in. Like I'm not doing this. <laughs> like we too grown for that. Like I, you know, I gave them kind of passes when I was younger because we was young and nobody had anything. At this age, like you should have a bare minimum. You should have a bare minimum. Mm. You should have those things. And if mm. you don't have those things, I'm not the bitch for you. All the time. Mm. Cause I got a house to maintain, I got a job to maintain, I got shit I gotta do, and then you won't be sitting on my couch. You gotta bite playing fucking Xbox and shit. Nah. No Jodies, no Jodies over here. Shit, chicks love Jodies. They can raise them, they can groom them, or they think they can. K Michelle can't raise a man. He can't. Shit. He can't. I and I, I ain't your fucking mama. If whatever your mama didn't do, didn't get done. I'm not coming in. Trying to be your mama, okay? I don't want to do that. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Fucking weird. Okay, oh when she can already get accomplished, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Mm. Not doing it. That's terrible. No, That's terrible. But yeah, that was my week. I bought a bike and got bullied for it. And I didn't wait. Hold on. One, we will not be using triggering words on this podcast. <laughs> Bullying is a triggering word. We will not do that this week. <laughs> we will not be using trigger words. Oh, I am shit. not Masika up in this bitch. Okay. Let's get it. Let's get it all the way right. No, we will not be using trigger words like bullying. <laughs> let's just say I talk bad about you to your face. I got talked bad about. There you go. Like, Good Lord. Ex try to get back. Yeah, like I'm a little bow wow in this bitch. <laughs> you ain't leaving this room. Nigga, that audio, you should listen to that audio if you get a chance. It's it's pretty fucked up. So I look at this is how when you told me that situation, this is the first thing that popped in my mind. I work at a psych hospital and we have a lot of uh, adolescents that come in. And a lot of these adolescents have like behavioral issues. They have uh, oppositional defiant disorder, which basically just mean they bad as fuck. Right. And so sometimes I will have a parent come in with a kid that's all of 50 pounds and this kid has been whooping their ass and they can't control it. And I'm like, you can fucking sit on him. How is he doing? I, you could blow a, a nice little blow of wind. He'll knock the fuck over. How is he whooping your ass? That's how I felt when you said that shit about. <laughs> you got, you got jail fucked up. 
because you know now you know if if, if parents do particular things to their kids and the kids are like they did this to me jail time no parents don't want to go to jail and get raped because they didn't whoop their kid this ain't even fear of of repercussions for disciplining the kid. They tried and they just can't control them. But like, they, listen, <laughs> there was this cute little boy, cutest little thing. And again, I'm sorry, he if he was sixty pounds, it was good. And his mom was like two fifty three hundred. So like when I first talked to him, <laughs> I'm expecting this big ass kid, right? I'm expecting this huge because she talking bad about the kid, like oh he he's doing this and he's he's hitting me and he's emotionally abusing me. And right. like, I'm like, this must be a big fucking kid. Them two walk through the door. I had to take a break before I went to do my job. Cause I look and I wanted to be like, bitch, are you serious? She was your hella serious. More than him. How the fuck is he beating your ass? Seriously? Yeah. You got the game fucked up. I know she got the game fucked up. Okay. There's no fucking way that a little 60 pounds. I wish the fuck. Listen, and he he knows that he can do that with his mom because I come in with a presence of don't fuck with me, kid. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not your mama. All right. Not her. I think I think parents like that just be they just they I think just they just they, they just well, you can't say that. Maybe she just don't know how to handle it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Nobody, look, kids don't come with an instruction manual. And so I feel like every parent, when you have a kid, is like figuring this shit out. Even with me having the training that I have, the jobs that I've had working with like kids with issues, mm -hmm. I'm still, still going to be a learning curve for me if I ever have a kid. But the thing about it is that you are still the adult in the situation. Like at no point should you just be like, oh, I give up. I can't learn this chess game. I'm just not going to play chess. No Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, maybe she just, maybe she just don't know how to discipline. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it might be just a situation where she just like, I don't just can't whoop him, can't talk to him, just can't do nothing. Maybe no, she what, might what? go crazy if she do whoop him. You know what has go? Listen, tell you something. He go crazy one good time, and you get the fuck crazy too. Be the end of that. But the thing is, isn't so with parenting. And I know people are going to be like, Reggie, you want to be kids? I don't, but I have a whole lot of experience working with your kids when y'all fuck up. So, <laughs> look, leave me be. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, don't come for me. I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> I don't know how to but, raise this thing. But when you let behavior go on for years, mm -hmm. and it gets to, so bad, now you want to step in and do something, it is hard. Sure is. It's very difficult to get them to change this behavior that you've been like because it was cute when they were smaller, right? But now they go out and it should never be cute. It should never be cute. Don't act like you ain't seen all of these. Um, is World Star still a thing? Yes. All of the videos on World Star right. where like kids be cussing and shit and the parents is laughing and recording. It's cute now until they get to be 12, 13 and they're a little bit bigger and they cussing your fucking ass out. Now that's a problem. And now you don't want them to do it. Right. But you let that behavior go on so long and it's been okay. How you gonna tell me I can't do this shit now? I've been doing this shit for years. You got mm -hmm. a problem with it now? Like it's, it is. So like when you let your child you know develop these bad behaviors and you don't check it mm -hmm. yeah, it is problematic. It is hard to change that. It is hard to find a way to discipline them when you haven't been doing it. Because discipline, the root of discipline is teaching. I'm teaching you what not to do. 
and teaching you what to do. That's what discipline is. Right. right? If you're not doing that the whole time, you can't let a kid just run wild and then want to come in at some point and be like, all right, enough of that shit. <laughs> Stop, straighten up. Like, no. And I mean, it don't take long. This kid that I'm talking about was like 11, which 11's young, but think about something that you've done for 11 years and not somebody come in and be like, no, nah, bitch, you can't do that no more. Like, like what, nigga? <laughs> I'll kill you. I've been doing this for 11 fucking years. Exactly. <laughs> I've been doing this my whole goddamn life. What you mean? I can't. What you mean I can't wash my ass? I've been washing my ass for eleven years. <laughs> can't do it no more. You just like, can't take no shower. Like, it's fuck. only problematic. So like you that is a consistency with parenting that I think that when I see kids like that, is the consistency hasn't been there. And now because you embarrassed, because that's usually what happened. The kid is like cussing you out in public or they going to school showing their ass. And now you feel like, oh shit, people think I'm a bad parent. I look bad. That's because you are, like, bitch. Yeah, it, ain't <laughs> it ain't me. He's just a bad kid. Please fix him. He's the problem. No, your parenting up to this point has been an issue. Mm. So you that's just, what happened when you fuck people that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> when you be fucking folks, you. It comes. It's full circle now. When you fuck people that you don't like, that's what you get. There we are. Back See? around. <laughs> <laughs> we made it back to the beginning. I gotta stop fucking people. I, I gotta fuck. I ain't fucked in years. So, but yeah, you gotta stop fucking people you don't like. Because mm. look, if you think that mental health is not hereditary, you're insane. So you fucking with a crazy nigga and think don't none of them that shit pass along to this kid and now you got a kid that's got, you know, all of these fucking issues and shit. That shit is real. So you who you procreate with it matters. Yeah, but we not trying to get no psychiatric profile when we trying to get some ass. On both sides. A woman ain't trying to figure out like I wonder how crazy is this nigga. No. He must be real crazy if he fucking with me today, but but that's why you just use condoms and protection because then you ain't got to worry about the level of crazy. Ooh, no, no. Red, you boring. I don't okay. want to do that. People want to fuck. I want to yeah. feel it. Guess what? I don't know how many times I've heard that. I just want to feel it. I want to feel yes, the skin on skin. I want to feel you inside me. Like, bitch, please. I just I talked to you at the it. fucking supermarket like two weeks ago. What are you talking about? I have the calm and the peace of somebody that ain't fuck with nobody crazy and created a baby. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> shit and like you got two other kids by ain't no <laughs> you got two other kids by ain't shit nigga too what the fuck you want me to you want me to do the third nigga fuck out of here nah bro that's, that's terrible <laughs> that was your week <laughs> that was my week <laughs> um, so this is the portion of the show where we talk about what you're listening to but this week I didn't want to bring up music. It was some good music, but I wanted to talk about some music with Shogun because I think we listened to the same thing this past week. But I did want to talk about this week with you. Um, for those who don't know, Girlfriends got on Netflix this weekend, and I have been watching it. And oh my god, that show is just as amazing as it came. Okay, let me just say that you've seen Girlfriends, I'm sure. Yeah, I have. Was William not one of the best male friends a woman could have? William was amazing on that show. William was amazing, but he was also taking advantage of a lot. I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, William would put his cape on all the time. (laughs) And this is just, for me, this is like the first season, even though 
Like, I got through most of the first season, and I was about to start the second season. But just watching it over again, I'm like... Is Leia living with him yet? Uh Uh-uh. That's, I think, that's second... I think that's third season? I think that's third season. Lynn especially. (laughs) Um, Lynn was more taxing on him financially. And I think that... (laughs) But they had a uh, section. They had a whole... Okay, spoilers, guys, because this show's been out since... God. Yeah. But they ended up having a sexual relationship. Remember that? They did, but she was still taxing on him financially. She was taxing on everybody. Was, but like, I don't know. William William did more for her than I think monetarily anyway than than the the other girls. Everybody else gave up on her. Yeah, William (laughs) didn't know. And then Joan was more emotionally taxing on. Joan was more emotionally taxing on everybody. Okay. Hot take. Joan made really shitty decisions. Oh, yeah. Every fucking episode, she made a dumbass decision. Her and Tony. Tony Child. One? Okay. Let's let's get this right. right. There will be no Tony Child's disrespect on this podcast today. <laughs> Is it disrespectful if it's the truth? <laughs> Tony Child. Let me tell you something about Tony Child that a lot of people don't really get. Tony Child's was exact. She, she knew. I love Tony Child's because she was like, I want a man with money. He knows that I want a man with money. I'm going to be the bitch that I am. And you can't say shit to me. I'm I'm living my truth. I'm not sitting up here sneaking, acting like I don't want a nigga with no money. I'm literally saying, no, nigga, you broke. I have Louis Vuitton on. You have, what is that, men's warehouse? No, bitch, I can't do that. <laughs> but that was... Living your truth does not automatically equal, like, it's not always a good thing. Like... She was living her truth, but it made her a shitty-ass friend a lot of times. I mean... I, I mean, well, it's me being a guy, I was just like, Tony, fine. So I was like, I could deal with all the rest of the shit. I was like, Tony's fine. Let me tell you from a woman's point of view, she was a terrible friend. She was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she was a fucking terrible friend. Like, she had moments of redemption where you would be like, okay, Tony. But, like, I feel like that was overshadowed by all the fuck-ups she had. Um... So I, you know, her and Maya, Maya and the whole, when she was cheating on her husband thing, like, and dragging everybody into that shit. That was probably one of the best setups ever because throughout the whole, most of the season, the seasons beforehand of that, like she was super loyal. She used to dog everybody out who didn't fuck with, uh, who did whole shit. She was like, you're some nasty hoes. And then she ended up doing whole shit. And then the nigga go crazy on you and like start intertwining himself in your life with your husband and hanging out with this nigga. Oh, and like, that was great. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I need to take notes. I want to do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I need to be like, oh yeah, really? Fucking a married woman to be. And I feel like it was realistic because that is how friendships go. Like friendships are not always. I feel like Friends. Have you ever watched the show Friends? Like maybe one or two episodes. Friends, they weren't friends. Fuck up, like not the show Friends, but people friends in real life. Like you go through shit with your friends, right? Mm -hmm. There are times where like I ain't talking to this nigga because he on some bullshit. Like when shit happens, I feel like girlfriends showcase that a lot, and so and it shows you know true friendship. It goes through those rough times, and you're still able to be friends. Right. And that's why I like girlfriends because they they show like the shit show that <laughs> can be friendships. Yeah, sometimes. Tony, Tony, 
complicated. Like the first episode was it the first ep- the first episode Tony dated <laughs> Jones ex ex uh, boyfriend. <laughs> first episode Tony was like, no, no. he make money, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> and I'm no. finna date this nigga. Joan don't care. She don't give a fuck. I'm finna it's fuck him. We don't have like the bro code that niggas have, but it's certain shit you just don't do. Like all the niggas in the world, you don't date your friends' exes. It's too many other men. Like I don't care how long ago I will not date somebody that dated a friend of mine. Joan was with him because he had money. She didn't give a fuck about that bullshit. It don't matter. But again, that's why I say she don't make a good friend. <laughs> Cause she all for like whatever I need to do for me. And if it's th- if it you know tracks upon you, bitch, it just does. Man. That show was so good, and they didn't even get a proper ending. I thought it was cool too, cause the the day that it dropped on Netflix, they did a reunion Zoom shit, and it oh, was cool. yeah, it was awesome. Like I, that's probably one of in my top five favorite show TV shows. I just love that show, man. Like I don't know, I and Living I, Single was my shit. Like yeah, people was picking Living. Like I I did something on on IG not too long ago where I was like, yo. Better show, living single or girlfriends, and everybody's like living single. I was like, damn, really? Living single had more comedic moments, I feel like, than girlfriends. And so, like, I feel like it was a more girlfriends was a lot of drama. <laughs> like, but it was still it was funny, huh? It was still to me. It was still it was, still... was still funny moments. I'm saying living single is the funnier of the two. Right. So. You had you had Sinclair, like you had these goofy characters. Sinclair and Overton was always gonna be comic relief. Regine and her antics was always gonna be comic relief in her dating life. Max and her, you know, drive to to be this pit bull in a skirt was always gonna be comic relief. Right. You didn't really have all of those comedic characters in girlfriends. I like both shows. I don't know which show I would say was like, I don't know. I don't know. I just fuck with girlfriends, heavy, and I and I. And the funny thing was, I started watching that show on some random. I seen Tony Childs, and I, I I don't think I started watching that show until like it was like, and it's like, I don't know. It was a random replay or something like that, and I seen Tony Childs. I was like, who is this fine woman? Right? I was like, let me because most niggas, most niggas watch shows like that because women be looking good until you get into the story and be like, damn, this some real shit. But uh, you know what? I'm all and I. This is so terrible, and it just speaks to the colorism in our community. But I would have thought, you know, either Joan or Lynn would be my choice. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> That's some bullshit, <laughs> right? There. Oh, so why can't I am so sick of this? Okay, look, let me just say this real quick because <laughs> I've been dealing with this all my fucking life. <laughs> I am sick of the narratives of women thinking that I like white women and only light skinned girls. <laughs> Newsflash, I've dated I've dated all different flavors. I've dated different flavors. Okay. I even I had a little Latina in my life. That way. I don't even know. It's just like when I see you, like even when I first met you, you just I don't know. Like I know you more obviously I know you better now, so I know like you don't really give a shit, but like I don't know. No, I get that all the time, and I'm like, what I do I need I, to do? I what do I need to do to change this? I, wish I, could help. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like every time, not too long ago, somebody was like, I was for sure thinking you dated just white women. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Nappy yeah. hair is my thing. I love it when I wake up to some to a bonnet. <laughs> what the problem <laughs> is? <laughs> I like oh, bonnets man. in my life. 
dated dark. I've dated the spectrum. I really have. I've had. I've dated a white woman before. Hated that experience. It was terrible. But people's tend to seem that I only like light skinned chicks or I only like um, white women. And I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> what is this curse that was put? I'm pretty sure it was an ex girlfriend who was like, I'm going to curse this nigga to only <laughs> give off the white women vibes. <laughs> do me wrong. Here you go. White women. I'm like, y'all niggas don't understand the, the, the different. I've dated so many different types of women. I've dated. Uh, a chick who used to sell dope. I've dated. Uh, what the, the fuck is? <laughs> oh, she was cool as fuck. I'm sure she was. <laughs> uh, I've dated some really super and don't take this the wrong way, people. I've dated some super dark skinned women before. Um, I've dated BBW. You know what I'm saying? Like I've dated. So don't put me in this box. But I always get put, and it's like you just look like the type. I don't know what it is. I wish I could explain. And then it. the I'm niggas so who do be dating white women don't look like the type. They don't look nothing like me. Well, some of them do. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Russell Wilson looked like he would have been married to a white woman. Russell Wilson too. is mixed. Well, is he mixed? Is he? I don't think he is. <laughs> I'm like, he got an excuse. He's mixed. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has an excuse. I don't know if he's mixed or not, honestly. <laughs> like... Let me see. I'm about to check now. Russell Wilson. Uh-uh. Is he mixed? Let's see if he's mixed. I'm about to check for real. All right. Russell well, Wilson. Parents. Well, listen. You get that. I get niggas with incense and like who wanna <laughs> who call me queen and shit like automatic. Oh no, that nigga ain't mixed. Okay. So that he go. just he just came out with that hair. <laughs> it came out with the good hair. His whole family got the good shit. <laughs> All right. So he's black and he dated a white woman. <laughs> or married. He married a white woman. He's with Sierra now. His first wife was white. Oh. He knew that wasn't the way. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't believe in our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. I mean, look, people, <laughs> people assume, like, I don't know. You get, like I said, I get niggas with incense and queen, and, and I'm the furthest thing from like hotel material. <laughs> like, I'm not a hotel's girlfriend. That ain't who I am. But. Yeah. From outward appearances, like I get a pro, you know, like you've seen niggas. Were you? Did you come to with us to Art on the Rocks? Yeah, I was so making fun of you that night like, because some. What's up, Queen? <laughs> that nigga was so smooth with it. I said, oh, I can't wait to see these fireworks. What's up, Queen? Oh my god! Tell you, I don't trust nobody. Call me King because they trying to kill me. All the time too, like, and so it, you know, and I'm sure it's because I got a red my afro. And I'm dark skinned, and they just think up, that I'm queen? closer to the motherland. I guess. What's up, I don't queen? Know. How you doing, queen? <laughs> and every time somebody say that, I'm just like, nigga, what? But that's way different than getting a white girl. I had a white girl walk up on me, walk up on me in the gym. Wow. And we talked about how handsome I was. I was like, and I had to lie, and and I was like, no, like I'm dating somebody. <laughs> Shogun, Shogun said I should have got a PS5 out of her, but I don't want to go that route. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Shogun said. saying Shogun was like man you could have got a PS5 out of there like fuck he's right <laughs> he's right I, I could have I, yeah I still have like I'm still on dating sites so like, I, I do have a lot of white men and my issue with white listen I used to date white men 
white people fetishize us too much and i don't want to i don't want to divvy between like who might be trying to just be like what it's like and who actually is just interested because i'm a person not to mention 2020 has been a year of fuck shit Mm. racist fuck shit and i don't want to have every time some shit happen i gotta side eye you because i gotta see what the fuck it is you're gonna say with your fan i don't want to deal with it when i date people when i date black folks we all we get it right there are still gonna potentially could be some differences right i know they're black republicans and so we may but it ain't gonna never be on no all lives matter shit um Mm. i just can't no i i I just, I'm just not with, and then some of the dudes that I work out with, like we'll go to the park and jog, and they be on them white girls hard. It's like, man, you them. I'm like, hey, nah, nigga, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm fine. No, for real, man, you need to get with these white hoes, bro. I'm like, uh, I'm okay. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, I'll still test the, this other side of the water. They be on it hard, bro. I'll be like, nah, nigga, I'm, I'm good. I, I think I can still. I think black women still fuck with me. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I ain't had it here recently, but you know, yeah, I felt kind of offended. Didn't nobody come over and try to have a conversation at the at the little chess thing? I was kind of, I was like, I was just, you know, I'm the up my, I've been up my fashion game a little bit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but listen, Cole, like sometimes your face. Like you got resting bitch face. I can't help that nigga. I was, I, I, know, I was living in the hood for a long time, and I had to be tough. <laughs> You have resting bitch face, and so like even if you look suave and like appro- like you don't you don't be approachable. Like you look like you be like bitch, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Can't help it. All you have resting bitch face. All them, all them years of trying to be hard. Oh my god! When you light skin, you gotta you gotta be hard. You gotta look at least look the part. You gotta give a nigga a second. You gotta get make that nigga have a second. He well, I don't know. And see, I've been in the gym too, so now it's just like. Mm. That nigga might be a damn. He might. That might be some work. Have you posted pictures? Do y'all do y'all listeners know how buff you gotten? They said we we do videos. You can see me on the okay. video. Y'all see how buff this nigga then got? I ain't I ain't there yet. I need nigga to. Bye. I got more. I got more work to do. Nigga, bye. I got more work anyway, to do. I, do I want thing. somebody. I want to be able to take off my shirt and whoever I'm with. <laughs> that, I want. I want the woman who's gonna be with me to be like okay. You getting this? T- I want her to be mad. I want her to hate me and have sex. Like, well, he, you know, he ain't shit. But god damn it, <laughs> I know he ain't. Look at this nigga. I know he ain't shit. But I'm finna fuck him anyway. I cannot make some bad decisions. Oh, <laughs> so since we were talking about TV shows, did you see that the best Aunt Viv? Re- she's she. They did a reunion. Yeah, will. And that's been decades. <laughs> but see, here's my problem real quick. We just seen a picture of them. We True. don't know how that conversation went. Because she might be like, let me tell you something, nigga. <laughs> let me... <laughs> we just seen a picture. I know, and... but I feel like if it went badly, he wouldn't have posted it. Like, he could have just like... Will, look, the type of year Will is having, this <laughs> nigga, he could post anything and it'll be better than what happened to him earlier this year. I was so sad. <laughs> he can post anything and it'd be like, Ooh. well, it's better than what it was. That nigga <laughs> lived the pursuit of happiness this year, didn't he? Ooh. It just felt bad We for don't me. appreciate Will Smith enough. The whole time, you know how you felt when you watched Pursuit of Happiness? Like, this nigga just can't win. 
that's how I felt during that whole. Okay, season. one Will has bought like Mars. He can travel yeah. to Mars because he didn't bought it, so he good. Ooh. See how he when people say that. Listen, I'm not saying money makes him happy. What I'm saying exactly. is, he, and look, he has dude, the he um, has the means to be able to go and this nigga do whatever the fuck he he's still living life. Like he'd be like, man, fuck that Jada, fuck that bitch, Jada. I ain't got time for her. Um, look, did you see the red table talk? You see? Yeah, that? I watched it twice. He looked like the pursuit of her. that face. <laughs> pursuit happiness. He like he's about to cry at any moment. I felt bad for him. That's embarrassing. It was very embarrassing for him. I but, think I think Will is straight though. I think he's good because he can do. He's still like I said. Like most niggas would be like, I ain't finna do. Like Will was just like, ah, I'll just go to Italy. It's cool. Buy me. I'll buy buy a painting or some shit. Like we we yeah, straight. They don't even live in the same house. Probably. It still hurts. I'm sure. But <laughs> why you don't want me, man? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Did you see those memes that were people ain't shit? Oh my god, the memes are hilarious. She don't want me. She don't want me, man. Um, but no, I hope that they him is Jane Hubert. Is that how you say her last name? Yeah, Janet. Hopefully, because like here's the thing. And uh, on our show, conversation called artists, shameless plug. On point is always talking about when do we, when do we like forgive somebody for shit that they've done in the past. Like, he's always saying that. And so, for me, it isn't a question of length. It's a question of what the fuck you did. Because there's certain shit that you can do in your past I'm always going to side out of you for, right? Mm -hmm. If you're like a pedophile, like, because you ain't fuck with no kids in a while, don't mean that I'm going to be like, okay, you know, Gary's cool. Let's Mm -hmm. invite, like, no, Gary Mm -hmm. needs to stay (laughs) Gary Gary can't buy no Happy Meal around you. No, Gary, (laughs) they slip back into this shit and I'm going to fuck Gary up. Gary, what you you getting this Happy Meal for, you little (laughs) pedophile-ass nigga? Gary is out, right? So, like, when Will Smith had Fresh Prince, he was in his early 20s. Okay, so even if let's say he did do some fucked up shit to Jane um, Hebert, and let's say he did somehow because she kept saying he got her blackballed and uh, her attitude probably got a blackball to be honest with you. But uh, let's say that did happen. He was 20 something years old and he had a level of fame. This nigga had a, his own show that I'm sure would be very difficult to balance. Like, I don't know that I would make, I would have made good decisions if I had had a fucking show all about me <laughs> at the age of 20. Like, I might have made some fucked up decisions too. Yeah, but he was already he a big... He was, where I feel like she should have been able to get over that shit before now. No, she's an accomplished well, actress and this rap nigga come in here and then took over this shit. You, but you have just, to, her looking from her point of view, she's an accomplished actress and this rap nigga... Which at the time I'm pretty sure she was like, "What the fuck is this shit? What did this nigga sing? Fuck this shit!" You agreed to be on the show. <laughs> that don't mean you ain't got to have no. You can agree to a lot of shit. That don't mean you ain't got to have no attitude. But here's the thing: the way that she responded to this and how she's been behaving over the years lets me know Jane Huber might be a little difficult. Janet. To Janet. Dang, right. why am I calling her Jane? I'm sorry, I didn't want to, didn't want to, uh, you know, correct the queen, but I'm just oh, saying. Nigga, don't let me sit up here and say shit wrong, and let me have me look. You can't stupid. correct women these days. We're you can they, correct me, shit. Don't have me looking dumb. The fucking I'm not a friend of you. Anyway, <laughs> fucking if you hear me say some shit wrong, red. The fuck is you saying? It's okay. Janet. Okay. Sit up here, let me keep saying Jane. I was okay. <laughs> Janet Hubert. Like the way she responded, I just feel like she's difficult to work with. She probably has 
the, the personality that's hard to work with. And so while maybe Will Smith in the beginning of when she first got put off of that show might have had something to do with it, it's been decades, my nigga. You telling me that's some shit nigga, that Will got a grudge. Like he has been doing his own shit way over here in Mars. She on here on Earth living her life and could have been whatever. Like I don't think that that has been the only thing that hampered her career. She just seemed like she got a fucking attitude. I can see that I can but I can see that I can see her side of it and thinking that she got blackballed. It happens it happens a lot in Hollywood. It does happen. I know for I know for sure that it does, but I'm just saying I think she contributed to it being a little bit difficult as well. Mm. We'll see. Hopefully, when they had a conversation, and hopefully, she if she don't get that nigga the business, we'll see. But I will give it to her. She was the better out there. Like she was. Yes, when she did my favorite episode is the, the episode which yeah the dance episode that episode and then it was one of the early episodes when she when Will was like I don't need to be here and she was like no like we love you like. Your uncle Phil loves you. You know what I'm saying? She was she was awesome. I love her. She was everybody like the light skin Aunt Viv wasn't shit to me. She said no, she felt like a gold digger. Well, <laughs> she was there for the money. She couldn't con- look. Listen, so like even in being rich, I feel like, and this is one of the things that I love about being a black woman, right? We just have this sense about us. So like, even though Aunt Viv had married rich, Aunt Viv would get you all the fuck the way together. The dark skin one would. Yeah. Like, she didn't give a shit. They knew not to fuck with her. <laughs> like, they knew if they got on her bad side, it's a problem, right? Mm-hmm. She's She had that love for her family, but she also had this very commanding presence right. in her family. Right. That the other Aunt Viv, she ain't had it. You, she, she ain't put no fear in nobody hard. Like you can run over her. Yeah, because like, light skinned Aunt Viv was there for the money. She fucked <laughs> she was the light, she was the Aunt Viv that fucked a nigga that she didn't like. And just got in a good got in a good situation. <laughs> she was what? like, I, I done fucked this nigga. We got a new a new little boy, Nikki. That was some other shit. I'm she, here now. I gotta stay. Even first of all, how did her and Philip have Nikki? It's a TV show. See, I, know, see, I like, hate when y'all be like, trying to put logic on certain shit. I'm just saying, it don't make sense. But anyway, he even when her. she tried to get tough, right? Even when she tried to like get somebody, it just did not translate well. Because she was there for the money. <laughs> she was there uh, because Uncle Uncle Phil was balling. And she could like, Claire Huxtable was a lawyer. She was married to Cliff. Claire, it was so many episodes of the Cosby Show where she was getting mother for Elvin. When Elvin was like, "Oh, you're gonna go get us some coffee?" Shit. Okay, in his place. Let me just say this too about the Cosby Show, which people still really don't understand. <laughs> they were upper middle class. They weren't rich. On uh, you get what I'm saying? The Cosbys were not. The Huxtables weren't rich. They were upper middle class. There's a difference. They could be, they could, yes, it is. They weren't rich. They, Claire had, they weren't rich until like the last few seasons of the show when Claire was like partner and Cliff was doing other shit. Like they were early in their career when the show started. They were middle class people. What city? New York. That fucking house that they had, that's not upper middle class. That ain't no, they they lived in a fucking. No. I'm not going to get into the Cosby show talk with you. Not today. (laughs) We'll have, we'll have that off air because we'll y'all motherfuckers but, is crazy. <laughs> Claire Huxtable was a lawyer. She was married to Cliff. 
Claire hugs the like that commanding presence. Like the the light skin unveil just didn't have that shit. Like she was there for the money. <laughs> you can see the dichotomy of the two. But Dark skin like, unveil. I'm here for my man. Light skin unveil. This nigga that got me pregnant. He got money. <laughs> I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Dark skin unveil had a fucking job. Light skin unveil ain't worked a day in her life. <laughs> she well, ain't did look, shit. Light skin unveil was married to somebody broke. Like I feel like she just she just don't have that commanding presence. She just don't. She just don't have it. She don't have it. Janet Hubert walk into a room like she don't even got to say a line. Just her being in the room shifts the presence. Like right. light skin unveil coming in, you don't even notice her ass. Like oh shit, oh unveil over there. Right. I'm bad. Crazy. I ain't <laughs> like Jada and you would change the ad and shit around her when she she got that aura shit. Like Yeah. We love her. We... So uh, I hate it when that, that switch was made because it was so bad. It was they should have got some at least get somebody else with a presence about themselves. Y'all went from way up here to way down here. Hey. Like it was such a dramatic. It wasn't even the skin color. It was the presence that shifted. Gotta get who you gotta get. <laughs> but yeah, they, I, I'm I'm wanting to see what that conversation was like and like what it took, because she was like she would never she would never you know meet up with him and because he wasn't he don't know how to apologize and all this shit. So like I wonder what led up to that. I'm interested. You see, it's just them two, and she ain't with the other folks. Oh yeah, she wasn't in the the compilation. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll I'm excited see. Alright, 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 alright. It is that time once again. You know how the show goes. It's that time once again for the one and only. Ladies and gentlemen, for those who don't know, the rundown is where myself and Red take news clips. And bites, we uh, sit down, we talk about them. We've we've taken up. It's already over an hour and a half on this show, by the way. Uh, and we uh, kind of figure out what's going on. What? Talk too much. <laughs> we got into a good conversation about girlfriends and dating and Uncle uh, and Aunt Viv. So I don't think yeah. I don't think I don't think the show will be bad for it. What? I'm a, you're the guest. What stories do you? What story do you have first? You see what the fuck Forbes did? Forbes. Yeah. Help me out. <laughs> so Forbes uh, tweeted, an, they made they put an article out and they tweeted it. And the title of the article was, a second stimulus check is coming. Mm. Can the black community wait? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. How am, I supposed well, to get, how am I supposed to get my brick? So, of course... People was like black I mean, bitch, everybody want their second stimulus. Why are you why are you gonna say black people specifically? Like why we out here the ones want this money? Like white people, everybody want their money, everybody want this check. So <laughs> what they did <laughs> once they got called out on this shit and saw like, oh shit, niggas is mad, they changed it to a second stimulus check could be coming. Can minority communities wait? <laughs> really? The, black, the, the blacks. blacks. The blacks need it. The blacks gotta have it. We do. We the ones hurting out here. Every listen. We hurting hard though. We are hurting hard, but 
it's not just us. Like, it is people who have lost. Like, first of all, let me just say, if you are somebody who has taken advantage of not having to pay your bills, you're a dumbass. And let me say why I say that. Birmingham Waterworks, okay? Birmingham Waterworks was, you know, being very lenient because, you know, people have been having money problems so they went like, cutting people shit off. Right. You know, when you get a month or two behind. It's been niggas that's been like, oh, they ain't gonna cut my water off? I ain't paying a goddamn thing. So now we're like six months into this and now you owe six months of water because you still gotta pay this shit. I mean, <laughs> and you pandemic. you really don't have money to do the shit now. It's pandemic. You pay what you can pay. Like, I still, I have, thankfully, I've been still working, so I've been able to pay my bills, but, like, yeah, we have I would have been paying on it, right? I would have been putting something on it. There are people who ain't paid <laughs> shit. Like, some Alabama power was the same thing. How you gonna put water on layaway? Put some <laughs> I'm not water. I your water on layaway. Put some <laughs> on it, at least. Like, for you to wait six months, and now they come into you and say, okay, your bill is, you know, $895. You know you ain't gonna have that shit. You know you've been buying up. But they knew I couldn't pay that shit either. So what? (laughs) They knew I couldn't pay that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. So we both at a fucking standstill. I'm sure they were hoping people were like putting away money and like, you know, at the point where you got to grow, please. We buy OnlyFans out here in these streets. (laughs) We paying for OnlyFans in these streets right now. We got time for no fucking water bill and light bill and all this other shit. We trying to see naked hoes. Guess what? And this is the worst season for your shit to get cut. Like in the summertime, like there's ways I guess you can get like some some air. But like when it gets cold, and you ain't got no goddamn heat in your house. Mm. Nick, that cold be biting. Get you a get you a significant other. <laughs> They'll keep you warm. A you, better get, you better you better get you better get that truck driver. <laughs> you better get that truck driver with them two badass kids. I've been paying my shit, so like I'm gonna have you, but. Yeah. Somebody just, take it. The fact that they put the black community, come on, Forbes, like you know better than me. Like 2020 ain't taught you nothing. Like, don't do this. Forbes. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why Forbes is correct. A former NFL player, Josh Bellamy, is facing fraud charges for allegedly misusing money in a PPP loan plot. According to Bleacher Report, Bellamy received $1.25 million in federal loans for his company, Drip Entertainment, LLC. (laughs) (laughs) Drip Entertainment, LLC. Bellamy was released from the Jets this week and now is accused of using the money for his own personal gains. Reports show that the baller allegedly used funds by spending $104,000 on luxury items at Gucci and Dior. On top of that, he spent $62,000 at a Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Now, along with Bellamy, 10 other co-conspirators were charged with similar crimes. They're all black, too. (laughs) Altogether, they allegedly received $24 million in fraudulent loans. Bellamy reportedly looked into PPP loans on behalf of his family and friends. Um, The federal government disputed. uh, uh, gave him the PPP loan loans back in March to assist him with small businesses that he was struggling during the pandemic due to, you know, company shutdowns because of Corona. The loans were meant to help the companies pay their employees as well as pay other expenses using the money loaned out for other, any other reasons aside from those, uh, 
companies is considered illegal. The ex-football player was released Wednesday from the team, <laughs> and he's expected to miss all of the 2020 season because, you know, football just started up. Uh, in his seven-year career, Bellamy has played for all these different other teams. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> hmm, Forbes might not be wrong. How do you feel about this dude taking this PPP loan and balling out of control, even though he plays football? Greed. Just fucking How's that greedy? He bought Dior. What? <laughs> he went to the casino. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So Forbes, like, might, Forbes might not be wrong. <laughs> because it's white people out here doing that same shit. It is. Oh, people nigga, go nigga, boy. People that can take advantage. And I mean, that's anything, right? Like, Anybody, anytime that something like this happens, it's gonna be people that's gonna take advantage of the shit. Just what it is. Um, it's fucked up. And he already had money. You such a just a greedy motherfucker. Well, I mean, but that's the thing. It was struggling. Drip. I mean, I don't think I would work for Drip Entertainment LLC. You name the shit Drip Entertainment. Like, how successful did you really you want to? He, I don't know. He had employees and stuff like that. Anytime people name their shit out of, after something that's hot right now, like in 10 years, is people going to still be talking about drip? Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like doing little colloquial shit that's right now, naming your business, your company after this shit, it'll be whack when people ain't saying drip no more. They're going to be like, drip entertainment, nigga. <laughs> like, nigga, bye. <laughs> this so, nigga like, went about Gucci. Like, don't make good decisions. This nigga went about Gucci. Nigga, you went about Gucci with a fucking federal. And the thing is, it's like, but see, we've I, we've had the problems. Play, the fans don't play that shit. Well, we've had problems with with this all year. Like people have been getting these PPP loans and doing. We had two other stories on the show where niggas was buying Lamborghinis, fuck shit, yeah. buying Ferraris and shit, and just balling the fuck out. It makes me mad because there are people who truly are struggling don't like they were already barely making it who can't get no assistance and here you go getting this money and buying Lamborghinis and shit my nigga like you know how many miles that shit could have fed of people who actually are struggling this nigga got 1.25 million so what this nigga got 1.25 million I would he if somebody gave me $15,000 I can reinvest in my business and be good if you actually invested in your business and then go out here and buy, you know, bitches and shit, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, buying I mean, bitches is is kind of investing. Buying bitches, <laughs> it's kind of investing in your business. Take buying the take the stress off. Take Explain. The, take the stress off of you. It's stressful running your own business. And it's gonna be even more stressful when that money run out and the bitch leaves. <laughs> that's what happened when you fuck somebody you don't like. <laughs> At least he probably was using a condom. I know I would if I was buying a bitch. I'm gonna buy me a bitch. I need. I need to. I was telling uh, Shogun the other day. I was like, man, if I get rich, the first thing I'm gonna do is just buy. A, don't a bitch. buy a bitch. Why not? First of all, are y'all still blaming me for y'all saying bitch? Everybody blames me. Oh, no. It's it's just nature now. It is. Uh, Like, until I get a girlfriend who's going to check me, it's in me. It's ingrained. Why would you date somebody that don't want you to say bitch? Let me tell you something. There are women out here who really will shut your shit the fuck. 
it's hard being a man sometimes because they will shut your whole shit down. They was like, nah, nigga, you can't. Oh, sad. It's hard being a man. Oh, tell me about it. Okay, Debo. Keep on. (laughs) Keep on. It is. Women will shut your shit down. Like, you you can be you, but in their way. I mean, I can't relate because I I, I say bitch way too much for me to get. As long as you ain't calling me. Now, if you call me a bitch. Well, I think, I think. And oh, you're using bitch collectively. I don't know. Uh, I just, I, but believe me, when I, when I, when I get into a relationship, I'm probably gonna just straighten myself up and be like, oh, I can't do that to my woman. I can't let her hear me say those types of things. I'm, I've got to change. So you gonna stop hanging out with me? Because I'm gonna be saying bitch. Oh no, it's cool. I mean, until <laughs> she, um, until she threatened me with, you ain't getting none. That threat, okay. that those threats are real. At least I know where I stand with you. No, I mean, I'm going to still hang out with you. <laughs> it's just the fact that when she starts, like, I have to negotiate. Sometimes you have to negotiate sex. Jesus. It's bad, but sometimes you do. And when you're in a deep relationship and you done gone a little while, and maybe it's just the women that I choose, because sometimes it's it's like, it's like, you know, trying to buy a business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like a corporate takeover. It's like, okay, well, you can have this if I can have that. Just I mean, let me I don't get know. It. Just I've let me touch it. Well, not in trouble, but people were upset before with me because I say bitch so much, and there were women that listened to your show that was like, I say should. it all the time, and I, I don't, I, I unconsciously say it, and I, I don't, I haven't had a woman say anything to me yet about it, but I don't know how. We have, we have women listeners who are great, and they hit me up about different things as part of the show, and they enjoy. It. They tend to laugh, so. And I'm not being facetious when I I'm not being vicious when I when I'm going at it. So I don't know. I mean, I just feel like anybody can be a bitch. But I mean, women there are some women out here who won't fuck with you if you be like, You can't be calling women bitches around me. I was like, Okay, well I don't care. Just don't call me a bitch. <laughs> What's your next story? <laughs> <laughs> nigga. Can I call you a nigga? Uh well yeah. Uh, it's all right. <laughs> Um, there was a Florida pastor. Have you seen this shit? Yes, and it is African ass. You need to listen to our show. I had to say, I had a conversation. Just had a conversation last week about African niggas talking to women and how they be promising you the world, the moon, and the stars, and then be mad when you want to go out and be like, you cannot go anywhere. You have to stay here. (laughs) You cannot leave. I've given you everything that you want. Everything that you could ever, ever want. You have it with me. Why would you have to go out with your friends? (laughs) You're disrespectful. (laughs) So, I don't know. It's probably hard for people at this point that's never heard me on your show before to to believe this, but I am a therapist. (laughs) My job. Right. So, let me get serious for a moment. Look, domestic violence is never okay. So please don't think that uh, because we kind of are probably going to make a little light of this situation that we are making light of domestic violence. We make light up. of this on this show a lot. So what? this is part for the course of, for this show. Well, I still <laughs> just want to make sure that people understand that this shit is serious. This is, you know, it's not okay. Right. The video is actually, uh, I think it's her sister and her brother. Mm-hmm. The sister and the brother is like, get your shit, we leaving. Like, this nigga's crazy. Right. He was like, call the police. And she was like, no, no. He was like, what the fuck? He was like, what is it going to take? This nigga just said he was going to 
kill you. And you still sitting up here talking about, well. And unfortunately, sometime after this video was made, he killed her. He shot her and killed her at the bank that she worked at. And Which still surprises me because it's a banks typically have security there. So yeah, like he, he went. Well, she. I think so. What I read, she went outside. Oh, I so thought she he was willingly went out there to talk to him. So the security, you know, probably didn't know. Or with a gun, I mean, shit. Even if you notice, like, oh, they they arguing. By the time you get out there, there's a gun. It might be. But see, be bank security at a bank is supposed to. They're supposed to be it. Well, nah. We've had so many shitty security guards at the branch that I worked with at, at one point in time. Don't even matter. Carry on. <laughs> but like, it's just this was just a cornucopia of shit, right? You got Florida, which is like the the asshole of America, and mm-hmm. they, any fuck shit usually comes out of Florida. Right. So they in Florida, and then he African. And it's just like I hey, told you, I told him last week about these African niggas. They will grab you. <laughs> they will kill you. <laughs> and look, the the most dangerous time for somebody leaving an abusive situation is when they when they like leave, like right. that initial leaving. So like her brother came and got her, and she moved out, and that nigga was like, "Fuck this, I'm going to this bank." Bitch ain't leaving me. Ain't going nowhere. I I'm, I've literally had this conversation last week. You do not fuck with these African niggas. No. And I mean, look. So when last time an African nigga tried to talk to you? Huh? Yeah, an African nigga tried to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> what they uh-huh. what they gang be like? <laughs> Please, uh-huh. like validate what I said. Tell me what what. No, what they I, do. They do promise you the world. They do like, oh, you're so beautiful. Um, they do do that shit. <laughs> I have a Mercedes outside. I want you to go for a ride with me. Go, let's go, let's ride, let's ride to your favorite but restaurant. Here's the thing, Ruth and Chris. This is why it's important to know like cultural shit, right? <laughs> Especially if you're dating somebody that's from a different culture. Like African culture, just like is so a lot of it is so misogynistic. Like niggas, like it's places in Africa where. As a woman, you can go and try to get help for some shit, and they'll beat your ass. Right, coming and talking shit about your husband, like mm-hmm. I did. Um, and so just knowing that culture that has always made me shy. And I know every African man is not like that, but the car of him not being them odds ain't in my favor. So I ain't even finna fuck with that. I'm not gonna play with this. <laughs> them niggas don't play. So like, nah. But that shit, like that video. Of him, like he had her brother. Like, yeah, he's like, I'm finna like, go kill her. He was finna kill her and everybody in there. Yeah, like, he was like, I'm, don't worry, all y'all getting it. This wasn't even a big like he. Her brother was bigger than him. Like it, he was a skinny little dude. But <laughs> size, like, size don't matter when it comes to killing. No. <laughs> if a nigga, <laughs> if a nigga wants you. If he want to kill you, he going to kill you. It don't matter what size he is. If he going to kill you, if he's like, when a nigga say, I'm I'm about to kill this whole house, everybody here dying. Like, yeah. you kind of have to be like, well, <laughs> <laughs> like, he is kind of crazy. And then if he African on top of that, oh, you better get the fuck out the window. Listen, let me just, so this is what I always tell women. And no, and you know what? I think this goes for men too. Like sometimes we think of controlling behavior as being 
sweet. Like he's so into me, he don't want me to go nowhere. Right. Or she, you know, she don't, she just want me to spend all this time with us. You know, she don't want me hanging out with the boys because she just, you know, she wants this time with me to herself. Mm-mm. That shit is a red flag. Like you should be able to still be a whole ass person outside of the relationship that you in. Somebody that start isolating you and wanting you to always be with them and like don't want you to do other shit that's not cute okay mm-hmm. that's not them just loving you so much like that's some the beginning of some controlling shit like i think we have to get better at paying attention to the red flags because what happens is we ignore that shit and we just like oh it's just him you know that's just how he is right and then before you know it you get shot outside of a bank by an african nigga like <laughs> in his mercedes <laughs> It's Mercedes. <laughs> like you gotta be so. Like, I guess my PSA behind this story is just like you gotta be careful. Like, pay attention, and when shit seem off, nigga, like you should still be able to have a life outside of that person. Right. Like, you shouldn't look up, and now you ain't got none of your friends you used to have. Right. Your family ain't seen you in months. Like, that's problematic. See, and because when you get ready to leave, what happens is not who you gonna call on. Right. They got. See, I've always been the type of guy, as far as like in a relationship, I've always been the type of guy that's like, man, live your life, like do what you want. Like I'm gonna be here, right? Like we're straight. Like you, you had a life before me. You gonna have a life while we're together. Like I don't want to be all up on you every. You know what I'm saying? Like we good. Like miss me. Let me miss yeah. you. <laughs> Let's miss each other for a little bit, and then we come back and talk shit about all this shit. I look. My only rule has ever been, and it was it's gonna continue to be this way, probably until I get married, and then it'll be different when I got kids. But I'm like, as long as you know as long as you beat the sun home, you fine. <laughs> but once you when you sliding in the bed and the sun raising, <laughs> that breakfast gonna be bad. Like, <laughs> like we ain't nigga, ain't no biscuits gonna be passed between nobody at that breakfast. <laughs> But live your life, man. Like I'm cool. I think I'm secure enough in my manhood to be like, I'm. I'm confident enough to know I'm a good dude, and I'm gonna take care of what I need to take care of. So as far as like having your living your life and doing what you need to do, man, do that shit. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna look at you all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to look at you all the time. Well, don't I mean, it's just I think having experiences outside of your relationship is cool, so y'all have shit to talk about. Like being around each other all the time, you ain't got shit to talk about because you done seen all the tricks that this motherfucker <laughs> nigga. I done seen that shit before. <laughs> I know what the fuck you're doing. Learn something new, nigga. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm more of having experiences outside of what what you have, and then yeah. coming together and having a conversation about it and kind of laughing about that shit and then you guys can learn about different things outside of each other and then when you come together like maybe it's a, a, a good conversation to know I didn't know about this and then you can sh- have experiences together too and then you can ha- tell your friends it's you know it's one of them type situations it's balance and like when people throw themselves completely into another person I've had that sometimes what happens is <laughs> If that shit don't work out, that person completely falls apart because you've lost yourself in the midst of this person. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like he's not around, she's not around. Who am I? But ain't and this leads to a lot of people jumping in and out of relationships. You ever known somebody that can't be single? Yeah. 
Like they gotta be with somebody because at this point you've lost your identity. My identity is being a girlfriend, right? So if I'm not a girlfriend, who the fuck am I? So let me go and be a girlfriend. Let me go fuck let this go nigga I don't like. <laughs> let me go fuck this nigga I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me just make this decision. Like you have to be secure in who you are and know that you know relationships are supposed to be an added on thing to your life it's not your whole life no relationship should be your whole life not your relationship with your family Mm -hmm. not your relationship with your friends no significant other like your life needs to be well balanced Mm -hmm. and throwing yourself into situations you know and letting somebody isolate you and look like people always like how she end up with this abusive ass nigga that shit comes in stages. Like right. nobody gets with somebody and like the very next day they're like, bitch, you ain't going nowhere. Cause obviously I'm gonna leave you. I don't have no emotional connection to you. But as time goes on and I get more emotionally connected and you are doing these things little bit by little bit, but you know, one day I'm just gonna wake up and be like, damn, I ain't seen my friends in six months and shit, I ain't been to see my family. Like you have to <laughs> said, I ain't seen my family. I ain't seen nobody. Fuck I ain't it. Seen nobody but this nigga, <laughs> this- you know, it happens gradually. That shit, if people showed you they crazy the first night, I mean, I wish people would do that because it makes shit a lot easier. But like, if right. they did, you won't get up and leave. Like, I don't, I don't even like you, nigga. I just met you. So, take your crazy <laughs> ass off. Speaking you know? of crazy, have you oh, heard geez. about the whole situation with Tamar Braxton's boyfriend? Oh, he was a, she was a... <laughs> I don't know what to believe in that. <laughs> so let me do hit a few bullet points because that kind of okay. goes along with the conversation. Uh, the couple was staying at the Ritz Carlton in downtown LA. Uh, the man's name David Ed- Ed- He's African. Uh, yeah, Edifesto no. or whatever his name is. I- I'm going to call him David African. David African called 911. Uh, he found her unresponsive. He told dispatchers that his girlfriend had been drinking and taking an unknown amount of prescription pills, which Tamar Braxton is known to do now. Uh, she tried to kill herself. <laughs> so that happened. And then it was, it was surfaced that, you know, she was rushed to the hospital. Um, they said that he filed a restraining order <laughs> that Tuesday, apparently. He he said he filed a restraining order claiming that Tamar was whooping his ass. <laughs> I'm sorry, but he's African and I don't believe it. That's why. So after that, he actually went. I don't know if he had an interview. I don't know what happened. But uh, this nigga, uh, I I seen this on the shade room where he he addressed it saying that Tamar put hands on him, knowing that he he never touched a woman. He said I never hit her. Uh, he he uh, also said that he has been a victim of domestic violence. <laughs> he said he was attacked while he was driving very fast, <laughs> and she delivered a blow to his neck, which threw him off. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. I'm laughing, but it's funny. He also noted that he called his mama after tomorrow whooped his ass in the car. Uh, then he, his mom started praying for him during the incident. What? David African said that he realized that. He was secretly being recorded during the experience as well. Uh, then he went on to say that the recording is being sent to his family. Uh, Tamar had claimed that David African was the person who initiated the attack, saying the man threatened to threatened to kill himself and her in the car. Like, I'll drive us both off this motherfucker. <sighs> Red, who do you believe in this situation? Listen. Because Tamar is crazy, by the way. She is crazy. And look, 
So I don't want to make light of men being abused in relationships. That shit happens, but like yeah. niggas don't say nothing because people make fun of them for it. So like that shit happens way more. Statistics will have you believe it didn't happen that often because statistically you, it doesn't get reported. So like the statistics are low for, um, but it happens a lot more. So I'm not going to automatically be like, he lying. Um, I think that in this situation, it seemed like both of them toxic as fuck. And they probably, it was probably a little bit on both sides, to be honest with you. Because Tamar is crazy. Um, and she look like a Muppet baby. She does look like a Muppet baby. <laughs> and it's sad because she did that shit to her face. Like, she didn't just, she don't, listen, people get so upset when you make fun of Tamar and be talking about you shame her. No, Tamar fucked her face up with all of them procedures she had. She didn't look like a Muppet before. Like, she did that to herself. She Muppified herself. Mm. So, it is what it is. I know what you want. Yeah, she scared um, me. I couldn't see her in no, just chilling <laughs> and be like, oh, that's Tamar Brass. Like, get that motherfucker away from me. I think it's scary ass. Her, you know, it's always her side, his side, and then there's a truth somewhere in the middle. Um, I think both of them are toxic. And I'm, did you see the the thing that Vince posted? Oh yeah, he wrote a letter, a whole letter about that shit. Him saying, you know, I was on your side until you start threatening and all hey, this. Fuck, fuck Vince. Look, I the and look, I I have an Instagram. And a Facebook, but like nigga, I ain't post. I realized this week it's been like two months. <laughs> like I don't be on social media like I that. Stay but like on social media. it's disingenuous to me when people post shit that they sent somebody. Like Yeah. Post, you know what I'm saying? Like it's disingenuous. Like you sent this so that you could screen cap it and post it and make yourself look good. That's what it comes across to like for me. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a little bit of both. I think that I could a hundred percent seeing him. And I mean, again, he's African. Being in the car and being like, bitch, I'll kill us both. Because <laughs> that that's what an African would do. <laughs> I like, would take this Mercedes and I would, I would, I would, I'll take it off the bridge because I love <laughs> us so much. I love you and I love our relationship enough to kill us both. Mm-hmm. We're going to both die. So I could see that, but I could also see Tamar being one of those. Like, there are women who know. Men get a lot of shit for hitting on women, mm-hmm. and so they they are physically attack men because it's like, bitch, you can't hit me back anyway. Ooh, or you yeah. know, there are a lot of women that do that shit, and that's not okay. Like I feel like everybody need to keep their fucking hands to themselves. Right, right. right. My mom, I have three brothers. I was the only girl, and the thing that my mom made sure that I needed to understand is you don't give a lick if you can't take a lick. Right. Okay? I don't put my hands on men. I don't want you putting your fucking hands on me. <laughs> okay. Now I might get slick at them. Either you might want to put your hands on me, but nobody's gonna hit me because I hit them. Kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna have to be physically provoked by me because I'm not putting my hands on. Them. I'm not gonna do it. Um. So Tamar does seem like she could be kind of one of those people who may like get so upset and then she starts shoving and hitting or throwing shit at a nigga like she do. Oh, she like look. That. She look like a temper tantrum ass motherfucker. She does. Um. And look. Tamar obviously has some mental um instability going on right now because she admitted to trying to kill herself. Like she this was, the second time, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm? Ain't this the second time she would try to kill herself? This is the only time that I know of where it was like public, but it I mean it, I'm sure she probably has before. But so like she obviously is mentally unstable. She got some shit going on that may or may not have nothing to do with this nigga. Like 
So it just sounds like both of them is toxic and, and this is not a healthy situation. And they both just need to leave each other the fuck alone. Like, just go ahead and part ways. Mm-hmm. Just be done with it at this point. Like, yeah. Tomorrow, you know, tomorrow, she filed a restraining order against this nigga. Like, they done filed restraining orders on each other. I'm just, I'm just kind of like... that let me know that this was probably just a very toxic ass situation. When people start doing, like, I'm gonna file a restraining order on you because you filed a restraining order on me. That's some little tantrumy kid shit. And that lets me know this is probably a situation with both of them fucking up. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, we gotta figure this shit the fuck out and learn how to communicate a little bit better with each other. And most definitely, like, Jesus, like, if if this shit went down in the car like it's like it like it did, they both really could have died on some bullshit. But you know, so taking it back to Chris Brown and Rihanna, you know that incident happened in a car. They got into a physical altercation and while they was driving down the fucking street. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're in an enclosed space. Both of you are emotional and angry. I think a lot of people probably get fighting in cars because <laughs> like it's an enclosed space like you right next to me your arm probably fucking touching man and i'm mad at you like right 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 just such an enclosed space for like animosity to be going on so mm. i don't know i think they both probably have been doing shit they shouldn't do and they just need to like let it go at this point like tamar tamar eventually gonna find somebody who gonna be with her and she'll be happy because everybody yeah. thought this was the man oh yeah he treat her so good and then k michelle was like Nah, <laughs> this ain't both. She she crazy. I love yeah. K Michelle. I love K Michelle. But yeah, hopefully people can. I was laughing at it at first. In the table. <laughs> I was laughing at it at first, but it's it's real. Like the whole men being abused in situations. Yeah. Even, it's it's a real thing, and you know yeah. we have to look at it. We we got to look at it from both sides. Some sometimes yeah. it's. It is one of those situations like, nigga, I can hit you and you know you can't do shit back to me because you know what you're going to get. So, yeah. Which is it. never okay. I hate I hate when I see that shit just because it's not okay. Like, you being a woman don't give you free reign to go around putting your fucking hands on people. Yeah. It just don't. keep Everybody need to keep their fucking hands to themselves. Like, if, if the mama didn't raise her right, you ain't going to come in giving her butt whippings now, okay? If the mama didn't raise him right, you ain't, like, I'm not you need to just everybody to keep their fucking hands up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Cole, I have a question for you. Sure. Who, it's a bit of trivia, who is famously known for walking on water? Jesus and Kanye West. Oh! <laughs> he close to Jesus. Je- Jesus is king and Kanye West. And? Moses? Joel Osteen. Oh, my God! <laughs> That white devil. Uh-oh. Two niggas got together and did a church service in which they, I don't, did they have a platform? Like, was it a platform? Was it, how the fuck were they walk? Okay, look, I'm not the most religious person, so I'm not going to sit up here and act like I'm this Bible-thumping Christian, because I'm not. However, <laughs> even with that being the case, even I, my my heathen ass, know that this blasphemous, blasphemous is fuck for you. Wait a minute, can, is it is it blasphemous if the pastor do it? Yeah, pastors can be. He blasphemous. got the Joe Osteen has a line to the Lord. How can he be blasphemous? He he probably called the Lord up and said, "Hey, is it okay? Can you can you give me clearance on trying to do this?" First of all, <laughs> I 
I'm one of those people who feel like we should never forget that pastors are just men. Who well, men? Well, people, there's a lot of people out here who don't think that way. They I, I call, yeah. I call them fools. Have pastors doing shit like walking on water because y'all done elevated their fucking ego so high that they feel like this is some shit that they need to do. Okay. It don't take all of that. All right. It just doesn't. It's not okay. And I don't even know what conversation these two niggas had when they was preparing for this service. I'm gonna tell you, like, you know what? Let me tell you exactly how the conversation went. Kanye was like, hey man, what's going on? Praise the Lord. You're right. Praise the Lord. And then he was like, "You know what would be would be dope? You know what would be fly? You know what would be great for you and for me if we walked on water? You know, Kanye, you're right. Cause they both clout chasing ass niggas. Joe, I don't like those big time and people people look at me like I'm crazy. But these big time niggas like that, like Joe Osteen, and they be like, well, you know, sometimes they messages do be good." Man, fuck that, nigga. Like, I'm sorry, but Didn't Joe Osteen get in trouble for like it was one. Joe of Osteen days. wouldn't even open up the church when it was flooding down there in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Fuck them niggas, let them drown." <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Joe Osteen not in my church, not this week. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, kiss my ass. Kanye came up with a cool ass idea that Joel Osteen was like, yo, I can get a lot of views off of this. People would think this is cool. I'm dealing with Kanye West. First of all, when you put Kanye West in the midst, no matter how you feel about him, nine times out of ten, you're going to be like, I, I, I might have to go with this idea because Kanye gets so many people, love or hate, he gets so much attention. No matter what it is, he gets a, a shit ton of attention. So yeah, he probably was like, why not try to do this walk on water shit? Might as well. Fuck it. I got to make a church. I ain't got fucked up yet. Listen. Fuck it. So this is why I, I think it's very important for us to always remember that even people who we feel like have been called to be pastors are still humans. Okay. Because if he was really this person that was called by God and his whole his whole goal is to just bring people closer to God, how many followers he get wouldn't it fucking matter? How cool he looks <laughs> wouldn't fucking matter, okay? Like you're not looking at the okay. You're not looking at the money part of it because at the end of the day, and the people probably gonna matter. people gonna probably jump on me for saying this, but at the end of the day, people like Joe Osteen is looking for how much more money he can make now. And Fuck that, that. is not godly. To, to him, and it I mean, is to his saying, God. Huh? It is to him and his God. Well, I don't know what God he's serving, but the Jesus white, that I white know. Jesus. He's <laughs> <laughs> serving white Jesus. Don't be hating on white Jesus. Look, <laughs> this, and this is why, like, mega church, like, once, and I'm, look, again, I'm not the most religious person. I'm still trying to figure religion out for myself and, and what I do and don't believe. But, you know, I just feel like the more business related or the more business minded churches become, mm -hmm. the further they get away from what they're saying that their goal is. Because you're right. At the end of the day, once it becomes a business, it's about making money. And it doesn't matter if we're making money in a way that may not be pleasing to God. I'm trying to get these coins. <laughs> I'm like, what I need to do to get these coins. Okay? Right. So it becomes so far removed from what they're saying that the goal is. It's disrespectful as fuck for you to get a, a clear platform on some water and act like you Jesus. That's not alright. I mean... 
It's not okay, and it don't. Take no matter what time. happens, they're going to have the same amount of followers. The people are going to follow that and say, "Yo, that's a dope thing." They're giving praise to certain situations, especially however they frame it. It ain't gonna matter about uh, blasphemy. Be damn. I'm making money <laughs> right now. I got. I need more people. And then it's like, don't think that this is not something to get people to get on his on his his train of uh, his church train. Like, look, man. <laughs> as much as shit has went crazy in 2020. This 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 don't some nigga. They got fucking. I don't know if you've seen this or not, but it's fucking fire tornadoes in California right now. Yeah, it is. Let me tell you something. Fire Let tornadoes, me. nigga. Tornadoes don't happen in California like that. Look, you motherfuckers who doing all of these gender reveals and y'all got to be all fancy. You didn't fucked up the ecosystem now because you wanted everybody to know that that you having a little girl. Like it's too much. <laughs> it ain't that fucking deep. All right, like it really well, is like, though. What it really is for a lot of it's people. Not, like, hey, look, I'm saying this as a woman who wants to have a kid. I'm not. I don't even want a baby shot. This shit is too much. It's too much. The gender reveal. I'm just gonna say, hey, niggas, I found out it's the boy. Bye, boy, shit. Like all of this shit is too much. It's too fucking. Like we <laughs> take stuff and we just go to the extreme. Yeah. Like, when this, Gender reveal stuff first started happening. It was just little cutesy shit that people would do. Now, because you trying to get views on Instagram, you done set a whole goddamn forest on fire. Nobody gives a fuck about your little girl now. Now they're trying to fight for their life and shit. Have you seen the pictures of California? It's orange as shit. Yeah, it's in the Bay Area. It's in the Bay. The Bay is orange. Shit is correct because you want everybody to know you having a little fucking girl. Yeah, but I woke up. I woke up when I woke up this morning. It's a whole fire tornado out there. Fucking shit because you wanted people that to know shit it. look biblical. Like it does. <laughs> <laughs> that shit look yeah. good. Like y'all niggas walking on water, nigga. It's whole fire tornadoes out here in these. Like 2020 has not ceased. One thing I can say about 2020, it has not ceased to amaze me. Nigga, it's like watching a magician. <laughs> 2020 is like watching a fucking magician. Like I'm about to outdo this trick. Watch this, nigga. The reason that I have a problem with what Joe Osteen and Kanye West did is not because I don't see the business savvy behind it. It's just that if you're telling me that your goal is to spread the word of God and that you want to save as many souls as you can because that's what the fuck these snake oil people are selling. Yeah. You can't do shit like you walking like you can't do that. And and still seem sincere, not to me. And I know he is gonna be people who who wasn't following Joe Osteen before that's going to be like, oh, that's the nigga that was walking on water. Let me listen to his... He going to get a yeah. bunch of shit on this. But for me, if everything that religious Christian people say happens, when you die, that shit ain't going to matter. <laughs> it's not going to matter. Like You brought all of these people to this false sense of, of religion that ain't gonna you ain't gonna get no no props for that jesus no. ain't gonna be like my boy i saw your follower count before you died bro jesus was like you yo out here, man you know i gave jesus like you know i had to get the double tap and give you a heart <laughs> on that homie because that shit was fire like, nigga <laughs> that shit you walked you you really walked on nigga that was fire shit like peter couldn't do that <laughs> that's not how that shit is gonna work if what Christians say is true. 
if what what the Bible says is true, this ain't the way that it's supposed to go. And so you just make it a mockery of what you're saying that you believe in by doing shit like this. That's my problem with it. And again, I'm not no, no Bible thumper Christian, so I really don't give a fuck. But like for people like me who question religion and for people like me that are like, this shit just seem like it's a bunch of bullshit. This is contributes to feeling that way. Right. Like I do shit like this and I'm like, you see what I'm talking about, Christians? You see? This, this These are your leaders. That's it. Is this your king? <laughs> is this your king? But I'm pretty sure the beat they're going to be walking over water is, is going to be slapping. The yeah. beat that they walk over water on is going to slap. I hope that it, it does because they're going to probably be walking on fire later to this yeah. thing. They're going to be all right. They're going to figure it out. I guess. <laughs> like I said, it just things like this just make me further be like, I, I don't get this religion shit, man. Y'all a bunch of hypocrites. You say this and say that, but then I see you doing this. Shit. Christians be ready to fight you over that type shit too. They, do. they be like, what, they what did you say? Nobody's gonna get between me and my God. Like, okay, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> go ahead. You can go on then. Listen, I I am somebody looks at actions and not word. You tell me all day that you, you know, a Christian and God does this and that, but if your actions don't display this walk that you talk about you taking with Jesus, well, I don't give a fuck about you. You can come and prophesize to me. You can come and try to get me over to this all you want to. If I don't see you living your life in that way, I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about, bro. Jesus understands. Hmm? Jesus understands. Jesus lived it, and he he, he understands. With, okay, Jesus was the Jay Z of his time. Like <laughs> Jay Z talked about selling drugs. That nigga really sold drugs, and he shot somebody. That right. nigga's not just talking. Okay, <laughs> Jesus was out here telling people this, and he was living it. Okay, he died for it. Okay, I can believe that. But a nigga that's telling me that you know God is this and that, and then you hopping in the bins while your parishioners are having to ride the bus to come to church. Eh, eh. <laughs> so Hove, Hove did that, so hopefully you don't have to go through Hove that. did that, so hopefully you don't have to, to go, go through, through that. that. The, real, right? the real Jehovah. The real Jehovah. <laughs> you out here. Okay? He died for your sins. <laughs> so you don't have to go through that. So you don't have to go through that. Nigga. I need to be a motherfucking prophet. Shit. Uh, you know, Shogun started the church, so you can be part of it. That nigga, that nigga gonna start that church gonna be nigga. We gonna have a fire ass church. I'm telling you. I love you guys. Really. <laughs> I'm not gonna be a part of any church that y'all create. I just want you to know. Like, don't ask me to come to the services. Oh lord, I'm gonna be no. the number one deacon. You won't be the number one. Deacon. <laughs> no, I'm good. I tell you, all right. I ain't got no more stories. We running, we running long. It's a couple more things I do want to. I want to go over real quick. Uh, one versus tonight. Who wins, Gladys Knight or Patty Labelle? Who you got? I got Patty, man. Got to, don't you? I got Patty. Patty range. I just, I got Patty. Patty got the hits. Patty got the hits. Patty got the range. Like I love Gladys. Don't get me wrong. And Gladys done had her some hits, but like Patty Labelle's range. Like if you watch shows like The Voice. Or um, any of them song shows where people come on and sing, people really fuck their whole life up picking a Patty LaBelle song because they can't hit them note. Like they can't mm-hmm. got the range. They ain't got the range. Like I feel like they could do a, a, a um, what's the, I just lost her name. The other Gladys Knight. 
Gladys Knight. They, I feel like you could do a Gladys Knight song. Patty LaBelle got the hits and she got the range. I got Patty. Yeah, Y'all I gotta, know? I gotta go with Patty LaBelle too. Like, I just know Patty gone. Like, I don't know if you've seen the the trailers for the verses. You need to look at the trailers. Both of them made trailers, and Patty's trailer is so Patty. Patty was like, I made a <laughs> Patty made 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 this whole feast. <laughs> She's like, what you bringing, honey? <laughs> Oh, I ain't watched Gladys Nights yet, but Patty LaBelle shit. I was like, I ain't gotta watch shit else. I know what's gonna go down. Yeah, I'm gonna get my yak ready. Somebody loves you, baby, and motherfucking Lady Marmalade. I told, I told everybody on Twitter, I was gonna get my, I'm gonna get my uh, Virginia Slims and some and some uh, and some uh, and some brown or gives me some pink champagne and some Virginia Slims, and I'm I'm gonna watch it with that tonight. Look, it's over with. I I got Patty. I don't, you know, I love Gladys, but Patty, I got Patty. Patty did it all by herself. Gladys had the pips at one point. Gladys, uh, Patty was just out here like, I'm gonna get out here with my crazy hair and my fucking outfits, and I'm gonna sing this shit, and y'all gonna love it. <laughs> Period. <laughs> got Patty. Hey, uh, what was my other thing? I had something else. I can't even find it now. See, that's why I was like doing this stuff. Oh. Uh. <laughs> How do you feel? Oh, yeah. So, it was... I don't know if you've seen this ad yet or not, but Ronald McDonald and the Burger King mascot are having this, like, kiss, and it's a pride ad, and it's like a love conquers all thing. What? You haven't seen it? No. Let me see if I can share my screen with you real quick. I think I have. What? Yeah, like, I'm like, this shit's crazy. And I'm an advocate for the LGBTQ plus community. I am. So please don't think that what I'm about to say. <laughs> but it's like, it's too much. Like, did Ronald McDonald and the fucking Burger King. I'm about really to share my screen and up. then you can see it. Nigga. First of all. That's crazy. It, it, just, it just don't make no sense. Okay, it don't make sense for a couple of reasons. One, they, these are competing companies, so it's like, okay, girl, I get that it's supposed to be like a Romeo and Juliet thing, I guess. Love like, conquers all. Not to mention that this is a king basically fucking around with his court jester. This should be a goddamn clown. Like, this is a court jester. Get the fuck out of it. It's too much. It's too much. Look, I just feel like sometimes we do a little bit too much trying to get our message across. And I feel like LGBTQ plus, yeah, I mean, y'all be over the top sometime with some of this shit, though. Like, really? Who came up with this idea? Like, what? Actually, Burger King on? Burger King was the one. They're trying to show solidarity in, in the LGBTQ community. And it's, Burger King was the one to put it out there. I mean, they agreed upon it, but I think Burger King was the one to put it out there first. Show solidarity by donating money to some of the causes that help the community. I was just no, talking about that. solidarity by making no goddamn weird ass. That makes me feel weird looking at that. When you shared that screen, I got a little creep feeling over me. It's weird. Yeah. And it ain't even because it's two men. It's because it's the fucking king and a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's typically how it go. It'd be a king and a clown and we get together. Uh, we did. Yeah, we just had. We just had the conversation about fucking people that you don't like and getting pregnant no by. Ever in the history of kingdom, 
than ever fucked a court jester. They have mistresses and shit. They mm. have concubines that are brian nobody fucking no goddamn clown. It's too much. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you done fucked a couple clowns in your life. I done fucked <laughs> They just they had a makeup on. The only thing that I, I have a problem, the reason why I have a problem with this is because I agree with you. Like, stop. I had a conversation with, with one of my homeboys yesterday about this shit. Stop giving us artwork and start giving us shit that is feasible. Yeah. Start giving money. Start yeah. putting together programs. Start yeah. doing those types of things and stop giving us this. Yeah. I'm not trying to dog it out or dis. I'm like you. Like I'm an advocate. I'm like yes. Let's let's do it. But nobody. These companies are not really putting in the money to to do that. They're just give, just like the Black Lives Matter shit that they was they was painting all over United States of America. Man, fuck that bullshit. Y'all gotta start telling these people to kiss my ass, kiss your ass, and start investing and start putting money in. Put in, I, kick in, nigga, kick yeah. in. Put the funds in on this shit and stop giving this bullshit. This is another to me, just something else to appease a certain demographic, which is the gay people. And not really putting in anything in kind of programs together or putting money into specific things. Like you just it's like giving us bullshit. You up. Like it's the friend that hype you up. Like you gonna let that bitch talk to you like that? I can't believe you. Like we finna go whoop her ass. We finna Today. go whoop her ass. Today. Then you get there and the friend in the background ain't doing a goddamn thing and you get stomped out because they in the back like, I was coming, girl. <laughs> like those just words. Follow it up, bitch. Help me fight. You gonna watch me get my ass How you gonna you let me making these fucking pictures while it's people going through discrimination and shit. What the fuck is that picture gonna do for that shit? Nothing. You watching me get my ass beat right now, Burger King? Okay, come over here. Help me. <laughs> Burger King, you not even fight for you. Come That's on, so help me, help me. Mm-mm. Sorry. Throw these hands, Burger King. Sorry. All right, I need Sorry. you to throw some hands. No, I really, it really just those are two quick things I want to do, but it really f- fucks with me that they're they they keep putting these images out here and they do these things, but where you kicking in at? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, let me see. I'd rather see a motherfucker say, "Yo, we just gave like this million dollar check to this uh, program for gay rights activists and all this other stuff." I mean, just just stop with the boo boo. That's all I'm saying. I'm an actions person. Like I said about religion and Christians and why I don't really listen to half of y'all because you're saying this shit and you're not living it. Okay. If you're going, I don't care about you. People can say whatever they want to say. Like words don't mean nothing and it don't take nothing for you to say something. Right. But putting action behind those words, that's where I'm like, okay, I, okay, I see you. I see you. But right. like making a pretty speech and then not doing nothing, I'm going to fuck about that. Mm. Help me fight Burger King. Some Stop letting me get my ass. <laughs> Don't let me get my ass. You sitting here watching. Talking about go girl, you got it. No, the fuck I, I'm getting handled. Help me. Go girl, you got it. <laughs> Help me. Shit. Red, give everybody your social media stuff. We gotta shut this show the fuck down. Give everybody your social media stuff so they know where to get at you at. So I am half of conversation car artists. Um on point has been on here before. Uh, so you can check us out. We, our podcast also drops on Tuesdays. Most of the time, we've been shitty about it here lately, but then we ain't gonna talk about that. Um, I do have an Instagram. I don't really post on it. I'm trying. I'm gonna get better. But right, right now, you can still see what I posted in the past. So right. it is red underscore calamity on Instagram and on Twitter. And yeah, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm always around. There you go. 
And for all the people who have made it this far, because a lot of people don't make it this far to the podcast, this is this is two and a half hours. Good no, Lord, me and you. All of this shit. This was gold. <laughs> but for everybody who's made it this far, I meant to say it in the beginning, but I was so excited to get into this pod. If, if you watched our, our latest YouTube video, thank you so much. I know you guys was watching it on, the, uh, on our IGTV, but please hit the link in the bio and go and watch the full episode of our, our YouTube podcast like please do because we have a really dope ass intro that i really liked um so just just check us out man we appreciate it uh i got nothing else i just want to say thank you for joining me this week i'm glad that we hadn't did this in a while so i didn't i didn't know how um mean you was gonna be or stern you know every time we (laughs) get this (laughs) we how stern you was gonna be but uh (laughs) <laughs> the same I am every time you see me <laughs> well everybody thank you for tuning in for another Tuesday we'll catch you next week take care of yourself wear your mask and, and don't hug nobody boy boy she is kind of fucking with my money but I mean everything I said <laughs> and I said again BYK Radio <laughs>